Thanks for listening to the daily podcast of Holmberg's Morning Sickness. It's been brought to you in part by your Valley Chevy dealers. Drive away in a new Chevrolet today. Visit valleychevy.com for details. There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Wednesday. It is the Morning Sickness. It's 545. My name's John Holmberg. How are you? There's Brady Bogan. There's Brett Fesley. There's Big Dick Toledo. We're going uh, through a quick week now. A Wednesday is here, and we're going to just knock this one out and get closer to the weekend again. Although, for me... It's looming into the uh, the end. Yesterday, I went golfing with Brady and had a lovely time. And it was just, uh, it's this surgery on Friday that comes up that looms that makes me realize my summer's going to be pretty much non-existent starting Friday. It was my Yesterday, golfing, I just kept thinking to myself, this is the last one you're going to hit for a while, buddy. This is the last time. I'm not going to be able to move my arm for four weeks. And sucks. Did you have a good game, at least? No, I don't play. Oh. I'm not good at golf. I... I'm the opposite of uh, what everybody else who golfs is. Uh, I don't kick the ball and cheat. I don't, like, have the thing where I'm like, ah, that doesn't count. Don't count that, Denny. Yeah, yeah, don't count that, Denny. Mm-hmm. Little foot wedge. I'm uh, the type of person that if I hit it and I don't like where it went, I put a 20 on the scorecard. I add 19 to, like, one bad shot. If I have a bad shot, if it goes in the water, it's a 20. I, I'm, not, I'm not supposed to go in the water. If I have to reach in my bag and get another ball, that's a 20. That's just, there's no reason for me to do that. If I lose a ball, that's a 20. If I land in the middle of a fairway and hit the green and then like th- three or four, if I'm sitting there staring at a, a good score and I muck, muck it up, that's 20. So you I say you had a opposite. decent day. You shot a 172. Yeah, like 172 if you had all my mm-hmm. 20s. Because if I have four or five bad holes or four or five holes that I don't agree with, and they're all 20s. That's 100. You know, that's 20, 20, 20, 20. So I have a few in there, you know, 4, 5, 4, 5, 20, 20, 20, 4, 5. That's the scorecard. So I don't really care Birdie. about the score. Yeah. Birdie, 20, 20. Yeah, it's one of those deals. Where Because I'm capable of it. Golf frustrates me because I'm capable of it. And then I'll do something stupid. And I'm like, well, that's a 20. Punish yourself. Did you break any clubs? No. All I've, right. Well, I've, all I've, right. I've, I've, I almost. I threw one. Because I almost, I had to get rid of it. I had to good restraint. I had to throw it away because it was going to break. I'm like, oh, I <laughs> no, did it. No break, just flung it a hundred yeah. feet. <laughs> I, I threw it really far because I'm like, oh, I got to get this one away from here. It's going to end up over my knee. Uh, let's just say this: last August, I got my first set of PHG clubs, and uh, due to hilarity and breaking, I am on my second set just because I'm like, I got goofy with breaking them because I started laughing every time. Like, if I hit a bad shot with this club, it's no good. I punish myself in golf to the point where it's like. I he takes those clubs and says it's the best break, period. Oh, it feels so good. Yeah. Bob Parsons clubs break better than any club on the market. I can tell you that from experience. They're fantastic. Yeah, it's just not a game that I, uh, I choose to tell myself, that ah, was good enough. I can't do that. So I never played. I know I don't have the yeah. patience for it. Yeah, it's just about like, all right, well, if I want to sit there and pretend I got a seven, I can do that. But I know I moved the ball with my hand from a tree to the grass. 
And I'm only going to take one stroke for that. That's that. You're actually disqualified for that in real golf. So I disqualified myself from the hole. So you have probably somewhere around a 160 yesterday was my score because of my punishment scores. But I did uh, get a chance to tell the cart girl that I was impregnating her uh, because we were. She was. She kept telling me I was David Blaine for some reason. Like I don't understand that. And she said I was magic in some way, and they called me David Blaine. And I'm like, well, the, I did notice the that. best. I yeah, I don't know what she was. Figure that out. Like, she was high as a kite. There's nothing about her that was making any sense. Very nice girl, but she was stoned to be Jesus. And then she, so I said, well, my best trick just happened. I said, you are pregnant right now. What? Yeah, I just got you pregnant, and then I tipped her and. Uh, a good amount and told her, let's start the fun for the abortion. And it was the best thing in the world. <laughs> she, she had the time of her life being impregnated and aborted right there without ever being touched. It was pretty impressive. So, so long as you can have fun golf. And Brady's friend Maddie's pretty fun, and we have a, it's a good time. But that was it. I'm out there yesterday just going, this is it, man. I'm not going to be able to do anything for a while because this shoulder surgery uh, just looms over you. I've done it once before on the other shoulder, and I just know that it's, you know, you're going to be doing nothing for a while and i'm not the type of person that does well uh you know not like i can do nothing but i want the option of doing something and this takes away your option of doing something for a little while yeah maddie's suggestion was really good why don't you just ride along after yeah yeah that's what you want to <laughs> come do. out and hang out with you boys <laughs> like an estranged wife we're trying to work it out i don't golf i just wanted to be with him it's the, the you know when you're golfing and there's a guy whose wife is with him Yep. Have you ever golfed and she just hangs out? Did it about two months ago. Really? Yeah. It's the weirdest thing in the world. Like sometimes a girl will just ride with her husband. And that's because I think he's banged cart girls before and she just needs to be present. I, that has to be it. <laughs> There's no other way for a wife to waste her whole day just monitoring the situation. Like, go home. You guys don't mind if my wife joins. Oh, is she golfing? No, she's she's just going to stare. She's babysitting. She's keeping my dick from touching the cart girl. Or, you know, making sure that we don't. And then you can't have any fun. Because, you know, unless it's a scramble where you let the girl hit every once in a while just to have her on the team. But, yeah, I've been, I've been in situations where there's four of us and crammed in a cart are a dude, his wife, and then the other guy. There's like three people. I'm like, what's she doing here? I just wanted to get out, see what you guys do. Like, you're seeing what we talk about. We're not going to be natural with you here. This is not a regular round. The things we discuss will not be the same. Because she's succession. That was pretty great, huh? You too. Lasso's final episode tonight. Anyway. Your wife's kind of ruining everything. You realize that, don't you, Bob? Yeah, well, I can't go without her. I'm not allowed to leave. And you're not invited. Yeah, well, they just show up. The, those those ones. And then just don't go with that guy anymore. Right, he, yeah. He, he, might, bring, kind of right, he yeah. might bring the spy. The nice thing about the uh, wife a couple of months ago, she's, she'd get the flag and... Uh, Wash your balls. Oh, that's you cute. Know? So you could make a little like eighty-year-old man jokes about her washing balls no, instead of having real conversations. She she'd offer one time. Like, yeah, and she thought you that have was to like, hold back on that. She stuff. thought that was the really whack. Look, I'm washing your balls, lady. You have no idea what we talk about out here. That is the tamest thing you can say. We are gross because you're not here. I'd have left him and her at the course. I'm out. Yeah, no, that's yeah, those done. are those moments where you're like, oh, okay, I've seen the colors of this man, and now I know he's going to bring one of those to the party all the time. Might as well just have to, hey, guys, you don't mind if I film this entire event and document it so I can show it to my wife later, right? No, yeah, no, that's not going to happen either. It's not like we're doing anything illegal, but the things we talk about on a golf course are sometimes disturbing to even us. Some guy's wife isn't going to understand that. 
How many times did John Fred of yours say the word, the C one, the C word guy? Yeah, he's just having some fun out there. I don't like him. I don't think you should golf with him anymore. Here we go. Her assessment at the end. But yeah, the surgery's coming and that'll be it. I'm uh, told I'm not supposed to drive for six weeks. Now, my last surgery, they said that too. Back back behind the wheel in a day. I was uh, next day. I, all, so long as I'm not high on, they're only covering their own ass there. So long as you're not uh, on the pain yeah, pills. Yeah, doping up. Yeah, if you're all doped up, that's that's why they say, eh, you better not do this, you're going to be on some pain pills for a while. Uh, next day, I went down to the Walgreens. I probably shouldn't have, but I went down to the Walgreens driving. One arm in a sling, one arm go. I come on. Six weeks? Does this mean Megan's not going to be driving you no, again? she threatens. <laughs> she, I will drive you the first week. The hell you will. I will walk before you're driving me anywhere, 44 mile an hour on the freeway person. I don't do that. I do that because it's the Jeep. The Jeep goes 70. Trust me, I do it every day. I'm not, I don't want. This is why you're not driving. This is not, I can't do that. I had that from my hip when I, when I literally could not drive with my hip operation because my right leg, you, can't, you forget, like you can't even work the pedals. I'm like, I can't go left. Try driving with your off foot today. Weird. For a few seconds. Just go on the freeway and do it. Risk your life yeah. and test the foot thing with the opposite. Just right now if it's you're driving. It's worst crossover ever. Traffic's not bad right now. Try your left foot for a minute. Just, just sit on your it. right foot it, while you're driving. Yeah, just and push it back and just try your left foot driving. It's it's like you're it's in England. You've switched sides, the whole thing. None of it makes sense. You're, you can't work the gap. You're just speeding and sliding. And then the brakes are, there's no feathering the brakes. You just slam them on. Try it. So I had to get a driver for that before I get Megan to drive me anywhere. I ain't riding with her. <laughs> you got to blindfold me to get in a car with that, especially if I'm incapacitated. If I'm already injured and she's got to take me somewhere, forget it. I tell you this, every morning it takes me 11 to 13 minutes to get from my house to this work. The two times she drove me, we never broke the 25-minute barrier. <laughs> I don't know how you do it. We had to stop and get gas once. All right, explain the second one where we were 27 minutes, and then the gas day was 25 minutes. It was actually faster than the other one. Driving home that one time, and I filmed the speedometer. I'm like, you're going 44 on the freeway. Yeah, there's a car in front of us. Yeah, but it's like going a lot faster. It's not going to be in front of us much. There's a lot of cars in front of us if you count Los Angeles. It's a quarter mile gap. Safety. Oh, quarter mile and growing. It's insane. Oh, this guy's just going to cut me off, isn't he? No, there's like 20 car lengths between you and the one in front. That's not cutting you off. I read that you have to have a safety barrier for every 10 miles an hour. There should be a car length. Well, there should be one car length for you because you're going 11. Oh, terrible, terrible. So she's threatening to drive me next week. I need you guys to help out. At, very, at the very least, you just come honk your horn at my house. All right. Brett will come get me. Make it really inconvenient for you, but I know at least we'll get there. I guarantee you if Brett drove from his house to my house and then to work, you'd beat us here. And that's just me going from my house to here. Because you drive like a human being. It's crazy. But, yeah. So it's looming. I know it's not going to be as bad as I'm making it out, but it's just no fun. You know, my abilities to go swimming and goofing around the pool, they're out. But before you know it, all this shoulder pain and nonsense will be over, and I'll be out there doing whatever I want with this arm. So I'm, I'm actually looking forward to the end result, but it's a lot of work. i got a lot of work ahead of me. Are, yeah. you, are you at least a switch header? Uh, jerking? Yeah. I mean, that is going to be a struggle. Okay. But I will tell you this. I think we talked about it. I am a, 
I found out when I got my left shoulder operated on a few a, couple, a year ago, I guess, two years ago. Uh, they told me they're like, "How do you cleanse yourself?" I'm like, huh? How do you um, how do you clean your body? Like, well, what are you talking about? Wiping your ass? They're, they just didn't say it right. And I said, "Oh, uh, I think I'll be all right. I'm right-handed." I'm like, okay, I'm a left wiper, so my left arm was slung up, and I didn't know I wasn't a right-handed wiper. So when I had the toilet paper in my right hand, I just stared at it and then just covered my thighs and knees with filth. <laughs> it was, there was no, it was, the, uh, there's no cleaning me at all. It's like you, tr- again, when you go home today, wipe with your off hand. You're going to get it on your back. It, yeah. Which one do you use? You see, I'm a righty. Actually, you're a righty. Yeah. Righty. Lefty. You're a lefty because you're naturally left-handed. I'm right-handed. I, I, I clean left. Yeah, do that at home today too. When you're out there thinking, oh, I wonder if I'm try to try to give yourself a wash with the other hand on the toilet. You will make a. You're, I tell you right now, you're, you're going to Andy Dufresne your balls and your your oh. thighs. It's going to happen. You just can't help it. You, and if I don't know if you're a folder or a water of the paper, I'm a folder. I'm a good folding system. I'm a folder. I'm a gentleman. I was raised properly. If you're a water, I don't understand you. <laughs> But uh, yeah, the, you, you just you just start you just start smushing stuff. It's the craziest thing in the world. So yeah, try wiping with your offhand too. But yeah, I'm good uh, as far as the the tug. Gonna be a lot of over, oh, it over, won't be a problem if there's a over the top stranger, huh? I mean, because if, if it causes any delay, what I mean, you remember about? you've had the brushing up against the towel when you. Uh, oh yeah, no, no, no. If there's if there's a week, been of, a while, right? But it won't take much. But the, it will. Because it's uh, this is going to be I'm going to get it done. It's just going to be awkward. Because especially if you're on pain pills, that feels real good. <laughs> get that out. <laughs> it feels real good. So yeah, I'll try, Brad. I'll send All you right. video. I'll see how Great. it goes. But, yeah, the core will ask me that too. Are you uh, left or right-handed as far as cleansing yourself? Right. And as far as pleasuring yourself? Right. Okay. Here's some tips, and here's a little diagram on how you can do this better with your offhand. I'm like, oh. You spit on that side of it. I get it. Wow. Do you take notice of any of the commercials before uh, the operation that are like, uh, my doctor prescribed me this painkiller for a back problem, and it just took one prescription. I was hooked. I left my wife. <laughs> I lost watching? my family. <laughs> I hear this commercial like every. <laughs> I have not seen or heard that commercial. Uh, I, What's he suing somebody, or is it Camp Lejeune water guy? Or? <laughs> I don't know. He's just talking about the the. Power of he took uh, one power. pill and left yeah, his wife. And he's like, that's because he wanted to leave his wife. I lost my she money. I lost my house. <laughs> yeah, his wife was a. Bi- I took one <laughs> pill that goddamn doctor gave me, and the next thing I know, I left my wife. All it took. <laughs> that's 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 a magic pill in a lot of guys' cases. Like this pill will make you leave your wife. Give me that thing. What do you mean? It's just an aspirin. <laughs> do I lose all the money? Well, you're gonna lose your money. Uh, give me that pill because of Advil. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's just Advil. I took two aspirin. The next thing you know, I was down a wife. Is he warning us or is he celebrating? That sounds like yeah, I, I really know. talking about the addiction, how easy it is. I don't know. That stuff's pretty addictive. I'm not a fan of pain pills. I don't do well on them and I don't like I them. Still, what are you looking at? Oh, you're distracted. Jesus, you're a bass. <laughs> He's got his watch flashing the ceiling and he keeps looking up. And, you know, when somebody looks at something <laughs> yeah. stupid, you look too. And I'm like, what's wrong with you? I've caught myself four times. Take huh. your watch off. And <laughs> I got a fix. No, if this is going to be an all-day thing where I'm looking at the ceiling. Because it looks like a tile's coming down. Anyway, yeah, uh, that, that's, a, that's a hefty warning. 
These pills may make you leave your wife. <laughs> They're very addictive. Hell, I would have taken anything, cyanide, yeah. you know, whatever it took. If you're looking, you leave your wife. It's yeah. like side effects include happiness. Oh, wow, that sounds great. <laughs> Sign me the F up. The ultimate painkiller, cyanide. <laughs> you say, we say painkiller. You're still going to be physically in pain, but when your wife's gone, you're going to realize how much pain, what a pain in the ass she was. It's pain in the ass killer. It could happen. Anyway, hilarious. Uh, but yeah, I'm not, I, I don't do the pain pills, so that's the bigger issue. Is that I will to sleep, but I'm not like they tell you. You take them every what three or four hours, just to stay completely numb. Through I can't do that, so I'll do it every time I need to go out. But I have to sleep in a recliner until July. Oh man, yeah, that's the sucky part. I have to sleep on my back like a cattle rustler, and then uh, in a recliner from Friday night till. First of July, most likely four weeks in the recliner. Get that one that uh, lifts you completely up too. Oh, I got yeah. that. Craftmatic. Oh, you think I My haven't dad. done that already? That's a gold. So I got they're cheap. So the last surgery I had, I bought one. Like three hundred bucks because it's just ugly and I don't want a recliner. There's in the a house. name for them too because my dad's uh, oh. needs to be replaced. But now it's like I guarantee we're not replacing it. I guarantee it's the Omatic of some sort. Is that like the Craftmatic or something li- like that? Yeah, Craftmatic Lift Omatic. They've got a couple. But I had one. And you just leaned forward, and the whole thing went doink, and you just you're standing up. It's like this is gold. Yeah, sleeping in a recliner for a month is the fun of it. But again, the end result is worth it. It's just down the road. I'm not looking forward to. I'm at the first stages of a hard journey. But as former Suns coach says, uh, nothing worthwhile uh, isn't on the other side of difficult. It's very true. You got to get something good. You got to go through something. We're probably going to be pretty hard to get to the good thing. Loads of Jeopardy and match oh, game. Tons of match game. Loads. That's why I got the match game last time. I found Buzzer last time. I was dead on my ass in a recliner going. What card kind of sharks? Buzzer. I'd never. Oh, card sharks used to be on all the time. They tuck it off. I don't know why. Oh, I love card sharks. Three different hosts. It was just great. It was awesome. Yeah, there's the there's, there's, there's the one. Well, those are good ones. I think I got the one that was like four hundred bucks. Because I, I was going to trash it right when I was finished. It was This was completely just... And it had a heater and a vibrator yeah, in this it. This one's got yeah. that. No, this, this is it. It might be the one. Uh, th- that one might be the nicer version. I think I got the one to the left. It wasn't as ugly as those. It actually... Well, maybe it was a little bit. Yeah, that might be as ugly as it was. <laughs> and it puts the, you put this thing together in like three different chunks. Yeah, I don't think my dad's had the... He's he, laying he it didn't have the uh, drink holders he should have. Oh, I got the drink holders. That's yeah, an essential are, uh, part of it. I know. It. It's basically like you swiped it out of the back of a 1981 conversion van, and it sits in That's the middle of your... That's what I have Fraser's dad's chair just right in the middle of my family room. Now, can you booze it up? I mean, have a nice glass of Tito's sitting there? Jeez, uh, Brett, if my doctor's listening, he'd, he'd frown on that, but... Uh, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Have I done that with the pain pills? Yes. Does it feel phenomenal? Yes. Do you realize why Brett Favre almost gave it all up for this? Immediately. <laughs> but. Uh, lost my wife. I don't like pain pills. So I don't like the way they make me feel. It's the same as pot. Pot and pain pills kind of make me both feel uh, super groggy. Like nothing. I don't like having my brain turned off like that. I like to be able to observe and do and be. That's some. Unless that you're stuff sleeping. shuts me down. Right. Unless I'm going to bed. And then I can, then I can, I got to close it out. Or driving with Megan. <laughs> or riding in a car <laughs> with a crazy person. Right. You're absolutely right. Side effects may include getting to work faster. Happiness. 
<laughs> sexual pleasure with your left hand. Yeah, so there it is. But that's in front of me. So yesterday's golf game was my last one for a while. And maybe forever. Maybe it's, maybe yesterday was the one where I'm like, you know what? I start anew. Today I go down to Tactical Black for the last time for a while. The last time we did my, when we did my, I had my hip surgery, I let the boys uh, just lay into me, kick me like crazy. Like, it's the last day for this hip. I'm getting surgery tomorrow. Let's blow this thing apart. We were going at it. Tony's giving me shots. I'm like, yes, and we're having a blast. Bruised up my hip. I'm like, that's success. Well done, boys. Get into the surgery. And the doctor looks and goes, I can't do anything. I can't operate on this. I'm like, why? And he goes, it's all bruised up. You can cut around it. Uh, yeah, it, it like raises the risk of infection. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm willing to take that chance. This is no big deal. He's like, all right. It's like 3% now. It's like, okay, that's fine. So I found that out, that you can't have a bruise when you go in for an operation. And then I ask a very crucial question. Because this is the question I have for all surgery things. How come before a surgery that I volunteer for, I got to go through blood tests, uh, you know, EKGs and all this other stuff. But if I just blow my arm up falling off a bike and I have to go in and have like emergency surgery, they don't care. It doesn't make any sense. Like if I am having this shoulder surgery. Because that's uh, about Friday. survival. No, 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 not, it's about, it's not necessarily that. It's like, oh, you've blown your arm up. We got to get this thing worked on like right now. If you're in a car wreck, you have no choice. They got to do it. And maybe it's survival. Maybe it's not, but even still. Yeah. It's if you emergency have your, stuff where they, they, they can't delay it. Right. You got a chance to make money. But that's what I'm saying. So otherwise you got to take six or seven trips to the doctor to get like blood. I, I, you know, I'm okay. They just want to make sure they're not touching AIDSy blood. I think that's, I think it's for them. They act like they're doing you a favor. I'm pretty sure so they don't touch AIDSy blood. Make sure he doesn't have any AIDS. I'm not getting in there if he's got AIDS. If I was a doctor, I'd test every before I see his blood. I gotta find out it ain't AIDSy or it doesn't have something new. But yeah, I gotta go do this. I gotta visit this person, get my heart checked, and I know it's for you know it's it's CYA in case I did drop out during the surgery. How come you didn't give him a blood test? Like oh, but I told him that. I said, what if I was in a Car crash and I was all bruised up and you had to operate. You you wouldn't hesitate. So he cut he cut my last one. He cut under the bruise. So my left hip has a really cool scar compared to my right. He had to go around the dumb bruise and he goes that was stupid. Then he walked away. I'm like, That's all right. <laughs> the guys at Tagdo Black when I came back and told him they were all like oh my god. But I thought now they won't even like today. I, no bruise. We're just gonna pillow fight. That's gonna be, basically gonna be <laughs> pillow fighting and. Maybe running in place for 20 minutes. That'll be about all we do. But it's my last trip up there, too, before I sleep in a... That's the worst part of this. I got to sleep in a recliner for a month. That ain't easy, sitting up to sleep. I can't lay down. Any it's more lasts horrible. after the tactical black? Uh, like tomorrow? No, I think then? that's it. I think this is my last last of, like, normal stuff that I do fairly Bike regularly. ride? My, my, I might run the bike out one more time, because that was really bad last time, because I was... Seven or eight months before I got back on the bike. Because I was afraid of crashing and wrecking it and starting over. That's a good point. Ah, maybe I'll get a bike ride in. Ah, damn it, Brady, you're giving... So I feel like I'm dying. I've got, like, an expiration. <laughs> and who knows? Maybe I will be lucky and not wake up from this thing Friday and finally be free of you guys. <laughs> Chat GPT and all the nonsense in this building. Good night. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to say something. Point. That's my goal before I slip under. Is to say something. Email me my last words, hilarious last words, and I'll try to slide those in 
right as they're putting me under. My last words will be blank, and then maybe I won't wake up, and then everyone will know. What, what did he say, doctor? What was his last word? <laughs> it was racist. Oh, <laughs> stupid Brett. Brett won the last words <laughs> Make me say something absolutely terrible. Give me a phrase that's just horrible. I'll draw out of a hat right before I go under. Read it and then out out like a light. See if I can get it in because they always say that. See if you can count from ten to one, but and I've gotten to nine, and that's when I like count down from ten to one, and I'm like, "What's the record?" It's like uh, I think we got a guy to four once. I'm like no kidding. I'm like, all right. And you start to feel that war- that beautiful glory. I hope that's what dying feels like because when they put you under, that you can feel it go in, and you're like, "Oh, there it is." And then you go ten. Nine, and then somebody's smacking you. Mr. Holmberg, wake up. Surgery's over. I'm like, huh? Eight, seven. <laughs> oh, man. So, that'd be great. Then I get all the free pudding I've ever wanted in my life. And I also get to feel good constantly. I almost text Brady because they take your blood pressure every few minutes. And like the other day, Brady, you'd have been real proud. I don't know if you've ever seen numbers like this in your life, but 108 over 70. Nope. Yeah, it was pretty outstanding. Yeah, but you're talking them into it now with all the free pudding, you know? <laughs> yeah, free pudding. They give you a menu at the thing, like, here you go. Like, what's this? I just ate. You want some more breakfast? <laughs> yeah. I do. Yeah, my that last thing, putting that mesh in. Oh, then your tummy. They, they woke yeah. me up. I'm like, get out of here. What? No pudding? And you got kicked out. <laughs> yeah. You're still here, sir. This is the waiting area. You can't sleep here. But they gave me the dress. I got a reservation. Yeah, going back to the ride, last time I needed a ride from the hospital home, it was Megan. And she comes in, and I'm like, all right, he's ready to go. And I'm in the gown with the ass out. And uh, and they're like, go pull the car around front because i got to wheel you out. And you're not allowed to walk. So uh, I'm looking around. She runs off. I'm like, well, this is great. The lady's like, what's going on? I'm like, she took my clothes. <laughs> like, what? Man, she took my bag of clothes. So my clothes are in the car. Uh, I guess we can make this work. So there I am standing in the hospital like I'm 100 years old with a walker, like ass the out in dress. the dress. Yeah, it was just gonna be like, what are you doing in the dress to him? Like, in the back seat are all my clothes. This four-hour ride home from the hospital, which is two miles from our house, I have to get dressed in the back somehow. <laughs> That's funny. It is to you because it isn't your ass waving around here in the hospital parking lot like I'm an escaped convict. <laughs> Loonies. Anyway, we'll get it together. But, yeah, one more show tomorrow, and then they put me down. Maybe for the last time. But please email me your Holmberg's last word. up. Holmberg's last word. Yeah, before they tent me up and put me out on the on the track. Oh, I am doing a lot. Hopkins goes, want to have one last meal? Because he's done drinking. And uh, Doug's for the, this is the, uh, I mean, it's kind of the, the tri-annual Doug's not going to drink anymore for a while. He could take the summer yeah, off no, for the golf tournament. No, he's, trust me, this is. I've been out with him for his last days of drinking and eating. Uh, this is probably, I've only known Doug for three years, and this will be probably the sixth time we've had a goodbye to food and alcohol <laughs> for a better, little while. Better than your attempt yesterday? Of? After coming off a hard uh, Vegas weekend, I'm not going to uh, not gonna drink. Oh, no, I didn't want to drink like crazy. I'll drink. <laughs> I had two. Jeez, I already got a dad, you jerk. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, I was like, I probably won't drink. I had a, but they had Diet Pepsi. I didn't want to yeah, die Pepsi, to. so I had to go into the vodka and soda because that's the next option when you're trying not to drink, and they've only got Pepsi and Mountain Dew. I'm not interested in that. So, yeah, I went right to the vodka. Of course I did. Stupid. Judgy. 
You're like bringing a wife to the golf course. I thought you said you weren't going to drink. Your friend said he wasn't going to drink, and now he's drinking. I'm bringing him anymore. Uh, it's 612. Let's get a wake-up song, shall we? A glorious one. It's maybe the last one. Second to last. The penultimate, if I can go out. But, man, I would love to see. I'm going to have a hat full of final words. Brett, I already know yours are going to be unreadable. I mean, I'll keep it semi-clean at first. I <laughs> mean, we'll start off with peace out, C-words. <laughs> ah, I like that one immediately. That's what history, you know, some of those people on their final words where they, oh, but they're made up by someone else. Absolutely. Nobody actually And then I wonder about uh, patients, you know, that have dementia or something like that, that just say something yeah. horrendous. Oh, yeah. Peace out. It's pretty good, though. <laughs> what do you say? Wake him up. Because you think about it, like, you know, Joan Rivers, Tupac's mom, anesthesia, never woke up again. They were perfectly fine going in. It happens a lot. The big sleep. But man, if that's the last thing I feel is that beautiful push of whatever it is they're putting in my body to put me out. Oh, that's my favorite thing on the planet. It's the sleep elixir that they give you. And then somebody's smacking you and they've taken a bone out. It's incredible. Uh, 585-9800. That's the phone number. You call us. Tell us what you want to hear next and we'll scream it together. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. You've been listening to the daily podcast of Holmberg's Morning Sickness, brought to you in part by your Valley Chevy dealers. Drive away in a brand new Chevrolet today. Visit valleychevy.com for details. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Uh, thank you, Alliance. Oh, you're all very, very kind with your final words for me. All of these are good. They're going in a hat. Uh, the body is under uh, the ash tree behind my house. <laughs> Just those are the last things. I killed uh, Jean Benet is another one that a lot of people have wanted me to be. As I go under, just in case. Not bad. Just in case. Now, that's not bad. Holmberg, and if that is, if I manage to spit that out and then this goes sideways and I don't wake up from this thing, I want you guys to put that on some sort of a... I be on your headstone. He killed John Bonet. <laughs> or actually, you know, perpetuate it. Make it a thing. Uh, this one says, uh, look at the doc and say, by the way, if anything goes wrong, please delete Brad's text from my phone before my wife sees <laughs> I'm having a gay affair. That's not good. Um, yeah, I got a lot of eulogies. A lot of people asking that. What was the other one? That's good, too. Yeah, the uh, most of them were, you know, Hitler had a lot of good ideas. That was a good one that people would like. Uh, this one said, uh, there's something in my ass. Well, at least that's what the doc said I needed to check for. I don't know what that means. Uh, this one says, I can smell your C word, to quote Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> Just shout freedom. Freedom! Yeah, like Braveheart. That's pretty solid. Thanks, Kevin. Um, yeah, how about this one? Start a conspiracy. You're right. All radio people are paid by uh, media gurus. Everyone was right. Because <laughs> all those people are like, oh, no, you're just... I hear that all the time. I know you work for the media and you're not allowed to say that because they pay you to, to not. Like, no one has ever approached me and goes, I hear the things you can't talk about, buddy, as a member of the media. Huh? 
How about you hit him with an Al McCoy? Whoa, brother, f*** you. <laughs> Drop out. Yeah, doing a, my last thing is an impression of that McCoy. That would be good. Uh, so we've talked about this on the air before. Sean says, remember to tell Brett or somebody, clear out all the stuff from your uh, browser history. I got you. You got me. I got you. You'll cover that. Done. Okay. <laughs> and that is a good idea. Like, maybe tonight or tomorrow I'll go through and get rid of some of the weirder things myself. And then... A little summer cleaning. Yeah. A little, pre- little pre-surgery. Let's just make sure this doesn't become who I am. Why don't you put in a nice set of cans, Doc? That's not going to happen. Uh, coming to see you, Elizabeth. That's a very old Sanford and Son reference. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the freedom thing is everywhere. But the Hitler stuff, you guys seem to be addicted to Hitler. There was a uh, the guy who got um, executed here, the prisoner that just screamed Boomer Sooner before he died. As an Oklahoma, big Oklahoma guy. guy. Big Oklahoma fan. And then, uh, yeah, there's a few great ones. This guy sent me this site. said, worst last words of all time. Uh, there was an Indian dude who took a cobra and put it in his pants and said, don't worry, uh, nothing a drink can't fix. And then it bit him and killed him. Like immediately, like the venom just destroyed oh, him. Oh, yeah. Seconds. Uh, James French uh, was executed in Oklahoma. His last words were, how about this for an effing headline? French fries. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> a guy that fell out of a window laid on the ground in Portugal and looked at the thing and goes, why did I do that? And then never spoke again. Uh this is a good Pancho Villa said Kit Carson looked at him and said, don't let it end like this. Tell them I said something. <laughs> That's garbage. And there's a bunch of uh, doctors that have said uh, things that they've heard before they left. Or, the, you know, they're in the room and somebody dies. Said, uh, uh, my grandfather on his deathbed said, they have no eyes, and then closed his. He says, still gives me chills. Ooh. <laughs> Uh, this one says, the fire, there's fire everywhere. And an old lady flagged me down and said, my, my dad's going crazy. Fire, everywhere, fire. And boo! Wow. Your dad's in hell. Uh, this one says, the next time you wash me, I will be dead. His last words. And this guy said, uh, I see a bright light, a horse, a horse. No, I, no, no! Boop! <laughs> These are all people who are going to hell. The spiders, the spiders are eating Papa. Why is this happening to me? Uh, this one just says, "Oh, oh, sh- no!" That's Grandpa's last word. Oh, man. <laughs> Imagine if you had the hospice moment with, uh, "I'm gonna miss you, Granddad." No, oh, no, oh, ah! no. Or you're the one that was in charge of pulling the plug. <laughs> right? <laughs> Don't do it. I was just kidding. Yeah. And then there's they left these. that out of the story. <laughs> yeah. This one says, my grandma died in 1989. Her husband, Bob, died in 1965. Never remarried, never dated. Uh, but when she died, she started to yell, Bob, Bob, here I come, honey. I've missed you so much. Who's that broad? Yeah. <laughs> and Bob's like, oh, I meant somebody new. Uh, I'm sorry. Doing? Heaven, there's a lot, of, a lot of broads from a lot of different places in there. I'm preferring these 1300s, bro. You can knock around. They don't say a thing. You know, back before we made that all. Bleh. <laughs> yeah, Bob. I always I always laugh at that, like, because, uh, you know, we're now in the world of second marriages and everything. What if your wife or husband dies and you're, like, live another 20 years and you get married again and then that wife dies? And then when you die, there they both are. 
if heaven's real. Nobody needs the ex or both your wives or if there's an ex-wife and then, you know, you kind of... And forever, you made that, and they're both standing there. Like the worst, if your ex was there, it's like Christ, you're here. Yeah, seriously, that's I think why originally. I don't think. Well, thought I was going upstairs. It's basically it's your soul that goes up there. It's not the physical being. You're you're not. But so, do you recognize them as something? If you recognize them as their ex, it doesn't matter if it's their body. If you know who it is, it doesn't matter if they're a blob of energy. um, I think the soul is completely different. It's not like. So then, what's the point of saying there's Bob? Why would it, like, people That's always what say we've that? Done. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But I, well, you're doing something too. You're making one up. So it's the same thing as the, you know, people seeing grandpa at the gate. But if you've got like a bunch of exes, like for me, the thing that people are like, oh, your dogs will see you when you cross. I'm like, hey, wait a minute. When I die, if heaven's real, I'm going to have like 27 dogs to take care of. Is that a thing? <laughs> no, they'll just be there again. I'm like, there's going to be a couple of them I don't remember. I think I was like, oh, yeah. You're my kid. You're chippy. I had you when I was like five. What's up, asshole? It's been a long time. Like, yeah, well, I had you real early. I don't want to let my dad. And then, so then I see my dad, and then he'd have like a bunch of his dogs. The next thing you know, it's just this kennel of thousands of dogs hanging around. And my dad and mom, they're not hanging out together. That's why I think religion made divorce like a hellbound thing. Because it's, just, it's you a smarter way. Meet up again. Yeah, because they always say you're going to meet up again. So if you have kids, like if if you and Ronnie aren't together anymore, and Kirby. Is your link, right? And then so when you die, Kirby wants to see mom and dad again. And there you both are. Like, great. It's like a Christmas. It's like a never-ending Christmas dinner with family. Well, I think it it maybe works similar to a divorce that um, I have to approve Kirby being able to visit another cloud where Ronnie's (laughs) on. Yeah, every 14 days. You got a visitor list? (laughs) You got heaven custody. It sounds an awful lot like this. Wait, you want to leave this cloud? Right. (laughs) No. Yeah, the confusion when you start adding logic into your... And I like Brady's things. We're just blobs of energy and everything's great. That's Brady's rose-colored glasses. That's how he treats Earth, so why not in heaven? <laughs> Everyone gets along. And it's like, all right. Floating great. in a hot tub. Then what's the point if everybody's getting along? It's just like, whatever. Yeah, floating in a hot tub with your aunt's <laughs> out. Yeah, I don't know why that... That would be awful. Like, you've got family members that are up there. You got to... There's people you're going to want to dodge. Oh, God, there's... Jesus Christ, there's Brett's dad. That dude, he owes, A, he owes me money. B, uh, blah, 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 never stops. Hey, Jenny! It's like bad neighbors. Oh, I, mean, <laughs> I, I look who's, I didn't expect you to be here. Uh, I've heard that ten times. It is interesting how they um, what if you're running say the it's Pratt? your soul, oh, you know, oh, going oh, up there. Hey, yeah, what if Pratt's up there? Hey, oh, great. I've been trying not to run into him here the whole time. i got to get in a fist fight in heaven now? Come on. Hey, buddy! Hey, buddy! Oh, no, this asshole. <laughs> I'm the mayor of heaven! Oh, God, he's still arrogant. Yeah, he's got his... Uh, yeah, he's got, <laughs> he's his, got gavel. his gavel. All right, buddy! Oh, no. You'll Everybody know. is working for the You can weekend. avoid him. You know where he is. Yeah, well, that's the Christmas the point. That's, the, that's right. His son set up some sort of scam Christmas club. So it, it, that's the point, though. But it, that's Heaven it, it, is going to be people you don't like. And you, if you've got people that dodge in heaven, it's the same goddamn thing as it is here. Oh, Jesus, turn left. There's that guy we can't eat here. That idiot's in there. You're, you're kind of right on the consistency thing because, yeah. you know, heaven, they say it's, it's your soul. It's not your physical body going up there. No, you but said yet, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Nobody no, I think, well, biblically. Right. Describes it, but yet then it says hell is the gnashing of teeth 
yeah. in a lake of fire. Right. So nice you're word. feeling something. <laughs> right. And there's people there. And there's, if that's the case. It's the same. And there's no, like, real evidence of what the hell a soul is or whatever. If it's just a blob of energy and you don't recognize anybody, then there's no, then what's the point of that anyway? I want to be able to have my soul or whatever it is, if that thing is real, go up and say, oh, Jesus. I want to be able to dodge people there, too. I want to be, oh, no. This douche. Hey, you didn't text before you came over right. to my cloud, yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah. sorry. I don't, I'm answer, I don't yeah. answer my cloud. There, clearly, there's technology here that you could have. We're having a little fundraiser. Oh, mother f- I owe money. This is the same place. Yeah. That is pretty nice. Last you're, word, so. you're getting into the reincarnation stuff. You go back in. Oh, no. That's the same thing. I know. It's like being reincarnated if you got to do that. Yeah. There's a lot of these final words things. It says, uh, you come back, you're a dance mom. What? <laughs> uh, or what? worse, you're Gary Payton from uh, the 600-pound sisters. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh man. man. The things you've done, and they're just <laughs> waiting, tapping toes. So. And plus, there's a lot of stuff here, like if, because, you know, you become all-knowing of the things, and you've been watching, right, according to the the way people think it works. So you've been up there watching your ex-husband, or your, you know, your widower, and here he is just like, he waited like three days to start hosing his secretary after you died. And you're like, oh, I'll wait till he gets up here to talk about this. Mr. Couldn't wait for me to die. I can't believe it. We're best friends now. Yeah. And you know, she hears you. Your dead wife is up there listening while you're with your new wife going, I've never felt a, a BJ like that. Nobody's ever done that. My ex never did that. Oh, really? Okay, so now I'm second fiddle. You got a, you got a <laughs> wife to pick when you get up here, buddy. You got two wives up in it. That's insanity. So good luck to everybody out there who buys that. I prefer, I prefer the Sopranos route. It just goes dark and it's yeah. over. That seems about... Perfect. <laughs> Destroy my phone is a big one, too. Destroy my phone and then go to sleep. We'll see. Maybe I won't wake up. I'll come back and tell you how it goes, Brady. Oh, you're going to hate this. Man, this sucks. Heaven's terrible. It's everybody you've never wanted to be around, and they're always around, and you can't be mean. Mormons everywhere. It's Gilbert on steroids up here. Get that Neuralink so maybe you can, you know, Connect to us from yeah. uh, wherever you go. Yeah, I'll try. I'll try to get Neuralink and then pop back and go. Man, the room of aborted babies is ridiculous up here. It is. If there are tons of dead babies up here, just loads of them waiting for their moms. And there, some of them are like forty-year wait list, just all by themselves, with no friends, nobody saying this is nuts. The dead baby room. It's like an orphanage. A lot of dead babies. And heaven has to take those. They didn't do anything, right? So I can't yeah. imagine hell would be filled with the dead baby room. Yeah. No. Um. <laughs> You're just going to go ahead and say it's not a thing. Even though you got to deal with it somehow. There's a bunch of dead babies out there. They're dying every day. There's a big hospital of 51, just one after another. I'm just going to say, if there is an afterlife, I hope I'm in a good spot. <laughs> yeah, not but real far from dead baby room. Yeah. For sure. That baby room is brutal. And that's why women who've had abortions can't go to heaven. <laughs> There's no forgiveness in that. You, you get up there and see that dead baby. You're like, hey, remember me? No, I don't. I don't know. Who are you? I would have been your son, you bitch. Uh, but evidently, uh, you weren't ready for me. 
And who wants to be in that room full of those hens? <laughs> right, right. And then you got a room full of ladies who just met their aborted fetuses. Yeah, I'm 31 now. It's good to see you. I made a life for myself. Well, I mean, I guess an afterlife for myself. Thanks to you. Thanks for the opportunity. I still am triggered by vacuum sounds. <laughs> I heard it all, and it felt horrible. Oh, my God. Welcome to heaven. Your room's over here by the dead baby room, people. Yeah, I don't want that to be real. That sounds like a hassle. I think everybody's got this Pollyanna view that you just float around and eat cake all day. I don't think so. You eventually, you're going to have to fly by that uncomfortable dead baby space. What's that room? That's the kingdom of dead babies. Oh, God. Really? I'm staying away from that. What do they do in there? They just wait for their parents to show up. And then what? Most of the time, just shock them. Oh. It's very loud in there. A lot of sad babies. Speaking of things that are awesome, uh, see that girl that did the speech for, well, I don't, like the commemorative speeches are going all over the place and there's always a few every year that are a problem. Um, Fox News is all over this one because it's the, the school is called the City University of New York, but they keep calling it Cunny and I can't get enough of that. <laughs> C-U-N-Y. Here's the thing. Why, right? Why? Yeah, that's right. You and why? This uh, girl gave the speech, and she, um, she, in the middle of her speech about graduating from school, she just fires off that the the uh, Jews are indiscriminately raining bullets and bombs on Palestinians. Like what? What? Uh, She also claimed that uh, all laws are white supremacy and attacked uh, fascist New York Police Department, U.S. military, Uh, and they're shocked at the cunny. And I just want to tell the story so I can say that a lot. Uh, the Cunny's like, we can't believe she did this. And I, uh, as a person of judgment, because I hate all races, including whites, until they prove to me they're not. I like individual people. I don't like races. I like uh, people who come to me, I don't care what color you are, and prove that they're decent people. Entire races represent nothing to me. But I do uh, do know that uh, my first reaction is, this person who's going to give this speech might go off the rails, just based on the name, about the Jews. Uh, Fatima Muasa Muhammad is the person that they decided to give the commemorative speech to. And I personally, as a man of judgment and reality, probably would have gone up there and said, hey, congratulations, great grades. You get to do the commencement speech, Fatima. And I think you're going to have a great day. Uh, real quick, though, uh, don't bring up the Jews or you're going to get in huge trouble then or we're just going to take your, your all your stuff away. It's like So I would, I would have preemptively said no Jew talk, okay, <laughs> Fatima, because there's a pretty good chance. You might use this as a moment. And she did. So I guess. Sit down, Kanye. And yeah, exactly. And then uh, when you put Fatima Muasa Muhammad up on the thing to give the speech and you don't have that and she does it, it's, your, it's only your fault. And if she doesn't do it, that's fantastic. Then, then she shocked him. She proved she's a decent human being who doesn't judge everything by race and you know, culture war. She just got hired by Volkswagen. For some reason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they love her over there. Fatima Moasa Muhammad doesn't like the Jews and said so in her uh, speech to the other graduates. It's just not time for that. Um, at um, And all of Cunny went, oh, because, you know, I just want to say Cunny again. She said, I want to celebrate uh, Cunny Law <laughs> as one of the few, if not uh, only law school to make a public statement defending the rights of its students to organize and speak out against the Israeli settlers and colonialism. Like, what? This is what we went to law school for? To hate the Jews? What classes did you take? 
This is the law school that passed and endorsed BDS on a student and facility level and recognized Israel continues to indiscriminately rain bullets and bombs on worshippers, murdering the old, the young, attacking even funerals and graveyards. What's the point of that? It encourages lynch mobs, target Palestinian homes. Anyway, have a bitch in summer, everybody. All right. Fatima out. She went crazy. She wants a revolution in America to challenge the oppressive institutions. You went to law school in New York City. How bad is your life? And graduated. You're going to be a lawyer. Could have been, yeah. Could have got one of them deals, too, because, you know, oppressed Good chance. People. Yeah, there's a good chance she used that whole, you know, uh That's interesting. From another place, I need schools, a discount. Um, I know for sure in high school, they review, at least at the... Uh, you can review it, but the person can still go rogue. Yeah, they could go rogue. She could have it down. I mean, I'm uh, not... I think hand- this is off script. I, I'm not handing <laughs> in my Jew-hating speech. <laughs> To the person that's going to tell me I can't do a Jew hit. After the introduction, <laughs> it just goes. And you're in New York City, by the way. So, And in a law school. My guess is loads of Jews at that thing. Oh, yeah. She should have clarified. It's just Israel. Right. I, like the, still, I love like, the New York Jews. They, the New York Jews are like a New York bagel. They're the favorite in the world. It's the best. The world's best. Yeah, they. I mean, you know. Yeah, you don't go. Oh, have you, and before you go on, Fatima, I need to review your speech. You bet, kid. And then you just hand over a Chat GPT version of nothingness and say, "I'm going after the Jews." That's where it's like. And let me tell you one more. Thing. <laughs> Pull the plug. <laughs> yeah, you don't tell. You can turn the mic off. You don't stand in New York City at law school and start bashing Jews. You are a. Atta- Why don't the Jews just get up and beat her up? Israel start raining down bullets on her. But again, as a man of reality who people don't like this stuff, when you put Fatima Muasa Muhammad and don't vet the idea that, all right, you're not a Jew hater, are you? A little bit. The name says it all. I mean, I understand there's some animosity between people named Fatima Muhammad and Israel. There's a good chance. There's a real high percentage, and you can act woke all you want. High percentage, there's something going on there. Yeah. And that's why I want to work in Hollywood. <laughs> I'm going to clean up Hollywood. My agent's name is Fatima Muhammad. I haven't had a job in years. My, uh, hello, Fatima Muhammad. I represent John Holmberg for acting. You would like to drop a new mission to What do you mean, no? Two. Click. <laughs> so, yeah. It's not good. But it introduced me to... Uh, the college called Cunny, and I'm all about that. Time to get a sweatshirt. Cunny. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a Cunny sweatshirt? Forget it. That's why I learned about it in the first place, Cunny, in uh, college. <laughs> that was when I was really kind of going, oh, I think I enjoy this. This uh, City University of New York thing I'm doing. That's what uh, Bill the Butcher from uh, Gangs of yeah. New York um, said was all over Leonardo DiCaprio's face. It's city of uh, University of New York juice. <laughs> Take that look at me with a face full of <laughs> juice. There they are. A family hoodie. See you in why. 
That's great stuff. There you go. That's the one. <laughs> and that only works in New York. Nobody outside of New York knew it. But it'd be amazing here. Walking around with Cunny written on your shirt, you'd get it. HR would talk to you. It's like, what are you doing? Because I, uh, it's the City University of New York there. By the way, the Jews are oppressing us again at law school. Can't believe you're wearing a shirt like that. <laughs> you go to law school and get mad at the Jews. You're you've chosen the wrong profession. <laughs> Completely. Scott Haynes says, "I bet you the crowd at Cunny when she said that uh, made a noise. It, it's described as a gasp, but it sounded like this." <laughs> <laughs> And then Cunny gasp. That's a Cunny gasp, by the way. Anyway, so good luck with that if you graduate from. And if you are in law school and you hate the Jews right now, you should probably let that be known. You're not going to be a partner anytime soon. Usually you're going to run into a Jew or two in law school. So I'd keep those thoughts to yourself. Loved your speech. Yeah. Great speech. As a Jew, I was taken aback by the whole hate the Jews part. Just Israel. Okay, Fatima. Wow. And the revolution in America seems a bit aggressive for somebody who just studied American law for a while, but okay. And on a bill that you got, because, you know, you're different. So congratulations to Cunny and the graduating class of 2023. Now watch out for that Fatima Muhammad. She's a real go-getter. My guess is her law firm's going to cause trouble soon. Who was the guest speaker, I wonder? Like, did they have Tom Hanks yeah. before <laughs> Tom that? Hanks and then now he brings her up. It was Kanye. Yeah. He was yeah, it was Harvard. Kanye. It was probably Kanye. Yeah, with, yeah what up, yo? Yeah, Jews, shit. You got Jews. Look at all you Jews. <laughs> Lawyers is Jews. Okay, stop. Uh, let's bring up Fatima and uh, straighten this all out. Every grad got Yeezys because there's so <laughs> many left. <laughs> Everybody gets free Yeezys, yeah? The speech is terrible. I miss Muhammad. <laughs> At least she made sense. What was that? All them Jews, yeah? My special guest, Fatima Muhammad, coming up here, yeah? He's in his mask. <laughs> Alex Jones sitting by going, oh boy, here we go. Not real sure I want to watch this whole speech. But there she was. But the, oh, and then, so we talked yesterday about like uh, the lady changing the baby diaper on uh, the plane, on the plane, on the, plane, on on the, the tray fold-out table. tray and the seat in front of you. Uh, she did it twice and then the, it was a mess and everybody's like, oh, that's disgusting. People are gross. They touch things. Uh, I saw an article this morning about an ex-hotel boss who's coming clean to tell people like it's like Don Quixote about never using the soaps or the the body washes and tubes or especially and I've never been in a hotel that has this but uh, the pumps of oh, refillable yeah. oh yeah like yeah. shampoo I've never seen that before but like they got body wash shampoo and conditioner evidently and pumps and they refill it and they're like and the reason isn't because of the hotel employees it's because the person that stayed in the room before you they're having a struggle. With the guy in the room before you loading up those reusable pumps with his own juice. Oh. <laughs> like they're like, oh. the hotel manager's like, if you, if you see reusable shampoo on the wall, just avoid it like the plague. She said when she was a housekeeper at a couple of places, they encouraged to expedite time to never really 
I wash the sheets. It's got to be the jugs on the wall more than anything. Cause no, that's got to be jugs on the wall. Well, managing in the tiny ones. Well, the other I ones are sealed. That. Yeah, some of them. Put them. I don't know. At the you check every are. time. Oh yeah, yeah no, I do. A I have, there's no plastic top. Not always because I was uh, just. Well, like, yeah, that's. Um, and they have but the, most of them. The cat. The new ones you they got can the tell. little pe- yeah. piece of paper on there yeah. when you twist yeah. it. Well, the one I was just that didn't have it on all three of them. I used that body wash, and it, you know I could have blended into that. I did go to one. I felt you know, my skin was so. Oh, my soft, so supple after. <laughs> just basically the same BYO. <laughs> But they, they, she said, Lavender Sisu. She said, when they're busy, the worst you could do, I smell funny. It's bleach and flowers, and I believe that's cunny. I'm not sure. I think a lawyer was in here. That's the scent of an angry Palestinian. Anyway, yeah, so, uh, that, yeah, she said when she was a housekeeper, when the places would get busy, even the nice places, it was up to the maid to look at the bed and go, they didn't mess this up too bad. And just kind of run the tape over it and remake it instead of like, Constantly churning it out. That's the risk you take. That's awful. I always look. What you get for staying at Circus Circus? You know what? There's truth to that too. But even even the nice hotels have people who used to work at Circus Circus and moved up. I mean, you look at those housekeepers at the Aria. They've got gloves on up to their shoulders, like they're doing artificial insemination, and that's because it's a mess in there. They spend hours in your room, though, so I got to give them. And I don't know, maybe it's because they're they're tugging one out into your body wash. But but I could see. I mean, like a place like Vegas, there's so many rooms. Oh yeah, and the, you're cutting like, corners. Everybody's cutting. I'm not going to have time to do this Look, entire floor. If I had to make 400 beds a day, 40 of them are going to be real half-assed, and maybe not, maybe not really laundered. <laughs> and I'm a weirdo about it, but. Sure, the towels. We're washing all the towels and stuff. But I look at that bed, and it looks like you guys didn't squirt too hard on it. I'm not making that twice. <laughs> That's getting made once, and it's with your juices in it. I might throw some, uh, you know, like you do when you're a bachelor, and you have your some pig some Febreze bed. and yeah, stuff. Febreze. You yeah. Febreze it, and you have some of that wrinkle spray, and yeah. you straighten it out a little bit. And then when the girl comes Maybe by, she thinks it. you're clean, but you're gross. Flip the sheet. You flipped the inside-out sheets. <laughs> That's pretty impressive. That's not a bad idea, even though you should leak through. That's a pretty thick sheet. If you can flip a sheet and get rid of stains, very light uh, discharge there. It's only pattern sheets. Yeah, that's smart. Always have patterns. That's for the young out there. Always have. Don't ever have single color sheets. Everybody, everybody in there uh, at one point or another thinks it's a good idea to have silk sheets on their bed until you see what silk sheets do with body fluids. Or black sheets. Black sheets are the oh, worst. Yeah. It's like it's, little it's salt, salt rings all yeah. over the place. <laughs> you got these little like Sisu pattern all over the really? sheets. Your sheets are like some sort of black silk map of the world. No, no, that's uh, that's those aren't supposed to be there. Africa's over here, though. It's in the wrong spot. Well, she knows where Africa is. <laughs> That is kind of a softball the hotels started putting out saying, you know, because of water and conservation yeah. and all that, we're not going to wash your sheets when you're staying there. Well, yeah, while every you're day. there, right. While you're in the room. Yeah, while we're not you're in change the room, your bed every day, right. right. Which means... Totally cool with that. They're doing that when you're not there. Yes. <laughs> Which is why I don't trust... Because how do you know when the crossover yeah, happens? I don't trust the Airbnbs because of that. Like, these are people cleaning houses that can't get jobs in hotels most of the time. I think they're mostly uh, criminal. And so the Airbnb thing is like, yeah. And there's no real standard to hold them to. You can't it get a new room. It could be added time just in case, you, you know, you get to the Airbnb. 
Most of the time, you have a washing machine, so take them off, yeah. wash, wash them Wash them yourself, yeah, do that. It's a pain. Bring your own sheets, but I don't want to take the sheets off and see the mattress. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't like that. And the only reason I don't want the Airbnb thing is because if I do happen to go there and the bed's full of pubes and I call the owner, I got nowhere to go. That's the only room I got. Like, at least in a, they can fool me the and put me in a new room. over immediately and then just vacuums <laughs> right. up the sheets. Right. There you Get go. The there you go. It's all clean. There you go, princess. Enjoy. Walks in, in with a dust buster right yeah. yep. <laughs> Enjoy your pube-free bed, you <laughs> pussy. <laughs> well, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fact. You don't want to lay in somebody else's juice. Oh, I'm sorry, King of England. We'd like another room. Sorry, it doesn't work that way with Airbnb. With At least with a hotel, they can scoot you to another room and give you a full We had a horrible time, time in Zanesville. <laughs> Ohio? <laughs> what a vacation destination yeah. you've chosen for the family. I'd rather sleep in a bed of pubes than and vacation. there's hair on your bed? Who? <laughs> what? We're taking a trip this summer to Zanesville, Ohio. Now, before we go, I'm going to load a gun and put it in my mouth, and it's you and your mother <laughs> off to Zanesville. In the words of the immortal Al McCoy, f- you. Anyway, that was a good one, though. I, I was kind of blown away by that. And then the, the news that everybody's talking about. Nobody knew this, but Brett's people are going crazy. Robert De Niro, his girlfriend, just had twins. De Niro's 78. Not to be outdone. The great Al Pacino is now in the news because he's got a 29-year-old lady pregnant. He's 80. 82 years old. That's right. He just went, hey, Bobby D, hold my Sambuca, watch this. I just had twins, I feel pretty good, I'm 78 years old. Ooh, i got to get on a ball here. Find me a fertile young lady. I'm going to put a baby in there. And maybe i make it to see that baby get to five. <laughs> he don't care. He doesn't care, he's just going to hand the money. quiet on. for eight months. Eight <laughs> months. She's ready to blow. And it's Mick Jagger's old girlfriend. And Mick Jagger had a baby recently. What is it with these old bastards? And what is it with the... I guess the chicks are locking in. That's pretty smart on their part. All you got to do is put a baby in it. You get in the will, for sure. And then you start swiping that baby's money. She had a great ass. I should have used it, because evidently, <laughs> I'm still potent, you see. And get on top of me there. Oh, we're done. You're pregnant. Congratulations. <laughs> you just hit the jackpot. You're so handsome. Yeah, and Al looks like... Every picture I've seen, that one included, looks a little bit like Richard Lewis now. Sure does. But also, it's the same hair. his face looks like he just got spun around at center court in a halftime uh, contest at a Suns game. And they spin him around the bat and then make him run after like a hamburger or something. He looks dizzy and discombobulated and he's about to be a father. A father? In a couple months, I'm going to be a daddy again. I want to call over my grandkids to show them. This is your new brother. Sort of, I guess. I don't know how it works. I'm not supposed to be making babies. <laughs> I'm 82. Just coming out of your will. Yeah. I don't care because I won't be here. That's all right. So just on how pissed off are the D'Angelo oh, yeah. kids? It's like, wait a minute. Dad's having another kid? And yeah. then one after You just that? got cut in thirds, by the way. <laughs> they Mom, were, you better go make another vacation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Looks like I should do Jack and Jill, too. <laughs> yeah, they got to get Scorsese to get him back out there and do another movie real quick for a huge amount to not be cut in thirds. Sorry, your little brother's going to steal some of that gang's New York murder. The, the, all the Scarface, old, the Irish too. He actually the Irish survived. <laughs> Scarface. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, Scarface made it. <clears throat> A lot of technology like brought him back. Yes. Tony Montana is back. <clears throat> Hoo-ah. 
That one too. That guy, Captain Jack, is back as well. He just rattles off seven or eight new movies. Just Another of, scent of a woman. Yeah. <laughs> a different scent of a woman. This one smells like honey. <laughs> She's a lawyer. Yeah, I don't know what he's going to do, but, you know. He don't care. Yeah. At this point. Dog Day Afternoon again. Okay, this is not a good one. Attica, Attica, wrapped with the bag, see. Yeah, I know. 82 years old. She probably Godfather 4. Like, Just say I'm the father. <laughs> Godfather 4 comes out. <laughs> and it's a one-man show because nobody's dumb enough to get back in that. Maybe George Hamilton shows up yeah. again. Where did the whole family go? I don't understand, Tom. This is not making any sense. <laughs> dog day evening. Yeah, dog day late afternoon. Reheat. <laughs> reheat. That's a good one. <laughs> I like reheat. That would work out perfect. Yeah, it just doesn't add up that you'd have. But I guess if you're going to have a baby, that's the time to do it. 82, because you don't have anything to do at all. You don't have to do a single thing. If you got thing. money, you don't have to change diapers or anything else. Who cares? So here we are again up at the house of Reno. Everybody's <laughs> dead. And I'm just collecting a check. Thanks for coming to Godfather 4. Any questions? <laughs> it's just a Q&A. <laughs> I got a lady pregnant. I'm 82. My 56-year-old kids are mad. They're getting cut in thirds. <laughs> what was the one he did with Keanu, the devil? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, that devil's out. Good uh, one, Brady. We'll do that again, too. I don't know. Can I be in Godfather 4? It just seems to make sense. Sure, Bobby. you got a couple of kids, too. Let's get in on this. Where's Pesci? Pesci's got to make a baby now. Guess what? I'm going to be a daddy. Pressure's on. <laughs> hey, congratulations. Best time ever to have a baby. These kids are driving me crazy. <laughs> I'm moving out. How long does he last in the house? A week? He's not in the house. <laughs> you, think you think she's doing no. this on another... Yeah, yeah. then he bounce out on Beverly, bump. too, right after Second Beverly bumped out the yeah. kids. I didn't know there was two coming out of there. That was horrifying. I looked at that honey hole and it looked like the pit tunnel. I'm not doing that again. Moving on. They had babies like 40 years ago. That's enough <laughs> of that. You imagine... Um, your dad is 89... Yeah. My dad is 75. If my dad called me and told me he's having a baby, I'd go kill the baby. <laughs> I'm not getting I'm not getting thirded. I ain't going to split with that. I ain't cutting in on my deal. I ain't cutting in on my deal. I've been waiting a long time. <laughs> Which ass I had to put up with growing yeah, you up. Know, I have to split with that witch down the road, too. I'm not really excited about that, but at least she's legit. So I just got a little news for you there. Get the grandkids around and the great grandkids as well. I'm going to be a daddy. Oh no! But kudos to him. And the twenty, you know what? Who really deserves the accolades here is the twenty-nine-year-old girl, Afala. Yeah, she did a great job. That's a great thing to took advantage of an eighty-nine-year-old or an eighty-two-year-old man. And you know what? Eighty-two-year-old single guy isn't going to go. Wait, if this twenty-nine-year-old girl wants to uh, sit on top of my wiener and stuff, I'm going to let her do that. <laughs> No, no, eighty-two-year-olds turning that down. I, you can think your grandpa is a wonderful man, a wonderful, wonderful man. If the grandma's been gone for a while, and they give him some pills to keep him hard, and a twenty-nine-year-old comes running in the room and goes, "I'd like to sit on that," your your sweet jump, up. sweet old grandpa is going to let her bounce around on that for a couple seconds, and you might end up being a fifty-year-old with an infant brother. He just had his 83rd birthday in April. Is that what? Okay, 25th. so he's 83. <laughs> so, just celebrated by, uh, you know, uh, getting some uh, bassinets and things. We're having a baby shower. 
the Al Pacino baby shower. <laughs> he can't really. I mean, even when my, uh, I think my dad, the last time he came out was eighty three, yeah. and we wouldn't um, leave him with uh, Kirby. Of course not. Yeah. Oh, Al's not going to be doing any rearing. Yeah, Al's Doesn't not that, doing it's the best time to be a daddy. I can be a negligent father, and everybody will understand. It was the opposite. It was like Kirby, go wake uh, Grandpa up. <laughs> time to get him up and feed him. <laughs> You see Kirby, the kid is two and applesauce and <laughs> Thank you very much, infant baby. That's delicious applesauce. We eat the same food. <laughs> it is. They're sharing their Gerber bottles. We need a gallon of this so we can both go for it. Uh-oh, guess what? I just <laughs> myself too. Mama. What is it, Al? The infant baby and I have both uh, <laughs> ourselves. The babies have a face. A lot of times you can yeah. tell by looking at them. Oh, they just went. The Pacino boys need wipes. Time to come on in here and smear that all over our buttocks. I got a great ass. And it's covered in s*** right now. <laughs> Let me bounce that baby on my knee. Ah, oh, I just broke my leg. 83 and having a baby. All both both it, in rockers. Look, it is, yes. And both have sides on their beds. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Railings. Yeah. They don't tumble out. But that's impressive. And then De Niro, we were making fun of him a little bit ago for having twins. But again, if I was a woman, that's what I would do. If I was a, a decent, just decent looking woman in her late 20s, early 30s, I'd go hitch. Like Clint Eastwood can't have a wife. Does he still have a wife? She go bounce around on Clint Eastwood for a little bit. Let him squirt some of that old man his, juice. Uh, what's the catch to his uh, Wikipedia? It's like uh, children. How many kids he's got? Oh, he's got. He's Un- got no undetermined. idea. Undetermined. It says children. Undetermined. He's got so many of them, and he calls you up. I got another baby on the way. Oh, great! Thanks. You've been fifteenth. You're not getting a ton. Scott. Right, I might get $1.95 yeah. from Dad. Everybody gets a royalty check of $7 from from his amazing career. But if you're going to have a baby, 83 is the time to do it. And if you're a decent-looking 30-year-old and you want life to be easy, fine. these old men that wander around, go to El Chara for a day, hang around there, sit on one of those guys. They'll do it, and they're going to lose control fast. I don't use rubbers. I'm from a time from before they existed. He's squirting one in you. They're still good. That's God's trick on women is that 80-year-olds can still make babies. And you get one in you and you and then you're set for life. It's it's a brilliant like there isn't I talked to my guy Jeff over there at Merrill Lynch. He's never come up with a better plan for my finances than that. We could talk to you know, Trajan Wealth, get Jeff Jr. all involved, say, hey, what do I invest in? And he's like, Are you willing to get pregnant by a 90-year-old with tons of money? Like that's faster. That's a faster way to success. You don't have to worry about the stock market ever again. Just on have... the topic, what you're talking about, 85-year-old guy in Japan got arrested for stealing condoms. Why? Walked in the store at 11 o'clock in the morning. He's selling those. 85-year-old guy. Convenience store rubbers. put two packs of rubbers in his pocket and tried to leave. <laughs> I'm an old man. <laughs> yeah. Old guys don't use rubbers. If there's ever a time to be a dad, in my It opinion, is in Japan. Late so 80s. maybe there's... There's strong Jimmy Hat usage. <laughs> you think that 85-year-olds are still like, man, because of the Japanese culture, yeah. strong into the Jimmy yeah, Hat? Yeah, they love, they love the Jimmy Hats. <laughs> I don't know that you're correct.
That's a ball, I know. Yeah. Don't want to get the pregnant, the very irresponsible <laughs> 85-year-old man. Oh, Jimmy. Oh, indeed, a Jimmy hat. Oh, I want to have 85-year-old guys turning around. Oh, I know you want to have a sex, but we have no Jimmy hat. Uh, I have to be responsible. 85-year-old guys like, get over here. I don't oh, care. Yeah. What, do you have AIDS? I don't care. That girl is poison. Yeah, that's right. And they're also big Belle Biv DeVoe fans. Even though that was 40 years past them. That's new over there. That the girl is a poison. I don't want to do anything with it. Jimmy hat. Right. Brady's thoughts of the Japanese culture being 85 and yet. Spot on. Yeah. You haven't had a sex since 1975. He would not sleep with me because we had no Jimmy hat. I don't believe it. 85-year-old guy would let anybody bounce on him. What she got, a dick? Move that out of the way. That's Let's what he's listening this. to. Yeah, that's what he's listening <laughs> he's to. Got How you doing? Oh, this is song you get to me, hot. This is a rock. Need Jimmy hat. Oh, go grab a go. Jimmy hat that store. I have no cash. Don't forget the J, the Yeah. the M, the Y, yo. I need a That's right. I always take a device to the better bit of the world. Don't forget the J to the I to the M, the M, the Y. That's right. <laughs> Bill DeVoe taught the Japanese culture all they need to know about Jimmy Hats. <laughs> One of the top karaoke songs. <laughs> it uh, doesn't get a balloon unless it is uh, undercover. <laughs> I'm 85, I swear to God. Tranny rolls up to me, just looks at you. want to see my cans and let me bounce on that? Yeah. Get your balls out of the way. Let's do this. <laughs> Bingo! Yeah. <laughs> You're 30? Okay. Tight 30. I'm 82. I don't even want to be here anymore. What if I get pregnant? Not my problem, baby. <laughs> Maybe a four-year shelf life on that. That kid won't remember me. They're like what? The article had the nerve to say, when the kid graduates high school, Al will be 101. <laughs> when the kid graduates uh, kindergarten, Al will be dead. Ooh. He will. We're going to lose Pacino before that kid turns five. That's my promise. That's my I'm going to have to go see Katrina promise to you. Yeah. Well, man, that's... Go get pregnant by him. <laughs> what do you, what's Mathiah doing? Get her over there and get some Pacino baby in her, and then oh, you raise right it. with that. Oh. Hey. Which I would, too. Yeah. I think that's actually Absolutely. a great idea. Maybe we should talk to the ladies about that. Hey, look, Pacino's about to go. <laughs> I've always wanted to raise a Pacino. Why don't you take that sweet young ass over there and bounce around on Pacino's? Somebody's at the door. Hi, my name's Megan, and I'd like to have sex with your limp old wiener. <laughs> that is about to occur. Get in here! <laughs> Squirt! You're done! I've got a Pacino in me. <laughs> and I would raise it like it was my own. Yeah, I don't think you're my real dad. Oh, sure I am, Guido. Uh, we're absolutely related. <laughs> Something different about you that I just don't know. How come mom's got such a great ass? I'm like, why do you keep saying that? I don't know. It's an eight. <laughs> this is my new friend. There's a Brett Vesley's kids. How you doing? Very nice to meet you. Very nice to meet you. This one makes a little more sense, but it's still not right. How come everybody's got such a big ass nose? <laughs> yeah. 
won't do his chores. He's just like, Attica! Attica! Yeah, I would, uh, yeah, I would. There's a lot of old dudes I'd, like Jack Nicholson right now. I want to get on you. <laughs> All right. I'll put you in the will and I'll split it down thirds with my kids if you let me just squirt. <laughs> you got it, kid. You've done a lot of entertaining for me. It's the least I could do. Let me just get these off real quick and uh, go get them, Colonel Jessup. <laughs> <laughs> and this way, you can't get pregnant. You want the truth? Yeah, you want the truth? You can't hit it. Oh, God. Well, how many girls he asked? Are we clear? Yeah, I wonder. <laughs> I, I honestly, I like. I wonder. We I'm could clear never, now. <laughs> we could never talk our wives into that. I need you to go get a baby put in you by Nicholson, so we can get some of that. That's not what that's about. God damn it! You are so selfish. If I go to Pesci's house yeah. right now, <laughs> oh, <laughs> you brought it, my door. <laughs> what? What do you want? <laughs> I want to have sex with you, member. Okay. <laughs> We're all having okay, babies. Okay, Everybody's okay, got a baby. Okay. Where you get the nerve to ask me? I put a baby in you. He'd do it in a second. Oh yeah, yeah. Anyway, eighty-three and having a—that's honestly—that's the only time that sounds exciting to me. Because I get to die before any of that thing starts to become a problem. Family I, videos, Christmas, their opening presents. There's dad yeah. asleep. <laughs> It's his corpse in a box in the back. Hey, what is it? What's it got? What do you, I can't come out and breathe Earth's air. I have to be in this bubble. Look, Danny, I got a toy. I don't know what that is. My toys were Tinker. <laughs> I got sticks and balls when I was a boy. What is that? Electronics? I'm not interested. 83 and having a baby. And looking like a crazy person. I mean, I... I started talking vasectomy in my 30s because I'm like, it's too late. I don't want to be 59 and at a graduation. That's, not, that's about when you're going to be there. You'd be like, what? Yeah, you'll be about yeah, that. Right that's 60. Yeah. That's, that's way too late. If you make it to that. I mean, you almost pulled the Pacino, but you got it right in the heart of it. I don't want some kid in my house at 23 and I'm retiring and they're still like, Dad, you understand? I'm like, oh, God. Come on, bro. You know what? F*** you. I understand everything. I've not only lived a life, I've worked to retirement, and you're still in my house telling me I don't get it. You know what? F*** you. Get out. <laughs> why, why didn't I do the Pacino plan? Ladies, you're wasting your time. I am talking to Ronnie, Megan, and Mathiah. Not using that sweet, sweet currency you got between your legs on an old man. Trip Reeb is single. Just saying. You can carve into that. Oh, now we're talking. Hey, Reed, put a baby in that one over there. I'd take a Reed baby. Mine allow that. Papa Reeb. I don't want to visit it. You're never going to see it. Don't worry about it. It's mine. I'll take it off your hands. Just cut me in. Me? Cut me that, in. He'll have that kid in a Bjorn. Sailing. <laughs> oh, I might get it on the boat a couple of times. <laughs> Before it starts to remember an imprint. Once it starts making eyes with me, it's out. <laughs> That's how I feel. I'm just going to get in the box after the baby starts to seem to understand who daddy is. First time I hear daddy, I'm out. That's crazy. Should have worn a Jimmy hat. Said no 82-year-old ever. <laughs> oh, man. 
hell, I'm pregnant. Oh, we got we to gotta abort it. He doesn't care. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Oh, good. All right. That's a four-year commitment for me. <laughs> He's not 82 making babies. That's all right. The J. The, uh, the J. Who's the, the real I, father? To the M to the Y. Oh, we'll know if its first words are hua. Hua. That's your baby, Al. I know. It's going to be a long 36 months. Oh, he has got a child for less time than most of us have a car loan. <laughs> He's going to be done. 60-month plan seems a little excessive. Let's narrow that down to 48. And then I'm out. It's much like the interest on a car loan. I'm going to lose interest in this baby. <laughs> Good luck out there. But ladies, you're wasting your time with it. Look at that deadbeat sitting next to you right now, scratching his ass and farting in your two-bedroom cottage. Now imagine you've got a 30,000-square-foot house just because you took one for Pacino. That's smart. That's not love. Idiot. <laughs> no. I love that. That's not love. And then you start talking to divorce lawyers, and suddenly that attitude's gone. <laughs> what? Wait, wait a minute. I got to buy my own house back for myself? What happened to the girl who was all into the emotion and love and wouldn't do things for money? Well, now it's different. Cordell I tried to, and Cordell don't meet. Yeah, for Cordell, love. yeah, Cordell and Cordell never have to deal with a girl that goes. That just wouldn't meet. Be right. That's not love. No, they're ruthless. You try to get them to have sex with Al Pacino, put a baby in them. Suddenly, they're all emotional Hallmark cards. I couldn't do that. That's not love. It just isn't proper. And assuming Boy. you'll get some of that security, <laughs> no, that ain't happening. Yeah, you talk them into it. They're gone. Yeah, <laughs> they gone. Yeah, you better get on the paperwork too, because otherwise. He made me take a Pacino baby, so I had uh, paperwork drawn up that did iced him. What about that whole thing about love and all that? Oh, and that was before you made me put a Pacino baby in. <laughs> That'll happen, son. You can stay in the guest house until I'm dead. That's three years. Ah. So good luck. And if you're 82 out there and you're in a Jimmy hat, you're an idiot. You're wasting your time. He must not like his kids. Those D'Angelo kids. He bails on those quick. Jimmy. And there's one after that <laughs> with another girl. Yeah, he's got three. Well, he's going to have four. We can well, make that uh, baby go away. We, I paint baby houses. <laughs> we, can make it, we can make it go away. Those twins have to be 40 now. The baby met with an unfortunate incident. There's a small fire in the uterus. We lost it. Well, Pesci only has one. Is that it? Yeah, one kid. Oh, yeah, he's up next. Keeping it. Yeah, he's got to put one in. I thought I'd call Pesci right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got to get on board here. That would be pretty great. <laughs> in seconds. And I'd be so proud of you. Oh, That's yeah. the only time I'd go to baby showers. I'd be smoking cigars and shaking hands. Brett's having a, a Pesci baby. <laughs> we don't need more Vesleys in the world. We need more Pesci's. <laughs> Do your work, Matthias. Get over there and make Brett's. You say you love Brett? You say you want the best for Brett? Why aren't you carrying Joe Pesci's baby then? Because that's what he'd want. He Is that good Pesci's too. girlfriend? Yeah. No, it's his daughter. That's his daughter? Yeah. Oh! He makes nice ones. Yeah. If Matthias truly loved you and said, what, and said the things she says she means, I want what's best for Brett. I want Brett to be happy. And you take a Pesci load and you make a baby with it. <laughs> I'm all for it. Yeah. There's no problem over here. He doesn't want some legacy-less baby. 
the Vesley name, and who cares about that? You go get a Pesci baby. Good fellas, my cousin Vinny. I mean, come on, yeah, Reggie Bull. It's worth it for the stories. <laughs> you know, that baby's not mine. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, no, no, no. That was by design. That's Joe Pesci's baby. Yeah, I, I sent over Matthias. And Joe Pesci's not going to say no to Matthias banging on the no, door. No. I want to sit on it. <laughs> I want you to give me a little Pesci baby. I'm not even going to call you back. I just want in the will. Little Vinny. He's 84. He's going to let a young girl sit on it. Because he can. Smart. Your dad might even do it. He's 89. He's in a bed. He's not feeling great. You got to get on it if quick. It, if like a college girl came in and said, hey, I want to sit on it. Goes, Let me see what I can do here. Guarantee he's not going to turn her. You got a Jimmy hat? <laughs> I don't want to catch anything. You got to do it. So good luck out there to all you ladies. Um, sloughing it to your honda accord this morning because that dude can't afford more <laughs> meanwhile you got de niro pesci pacino seed floating all over other girls who are smarter than you 61 when he had the uh D- d'angelo kids so that was only 22 jeez yeah. he probably thought he was getting out on that one fast but he lived too long i lived to see them have babies and now i'm making one too yeah that's old on its own that's terrible and the biggest curse would be he does live to 100 and does get to go to the graduation. Like Pacino doesn't die and has to actually raise a teenager. Oh, I'm going back to the immortal words of our friend Al. I don't think so. Yo! <laughs> Did the gunshot. The He's going to Fredo himself. He's I'm out. <laughs> he just grabs his own cheeks. Yep. No, it was you. Uh, it's 734. Let's go to the wake-ups because, my God. 83-year-old men are having babies. Ah, and it's a good story for Ronnie, too, if she had a Pesci baby. And if Kirby was a Pesci baby instead of you, you guys would have all the stories. She need your legacy wandering around for her. Big whoop. You made a Bogan baby. So what? Now, Pacino <laughs> baby, then you got something. And I know you wouldn't farm her out for a rich old man baby, but that's because you're stupid. <laughs> what about love oh god here we go all right tina turner yeah call okay <laughs> what's love got to do with it yeah yeah well, call your uh call your cordell and cordell and see how much they love you when things go south because that that old what about love thing is gonna cause trouble later oh well that's up to you that's a decision you make it's i never understood that movie was it woody harrelson movie the indecent proposal, oh, proposal yeah. yeah that movie could have been six minutes long Again. I want to give your wife a million dollars to have sex with her. All right. Credits. Just rolling. <laughs> That's the end of the movie. Really? Yeah. A million? No, I would have done it for 500 yeah, yeah, Okay. Well, who shot your load? Right. There are no taxes, though. Get to the uh, real next taking, movie. Yeah. There she is with Robert Redford. Okay. You're nowhere in the picture. You still got your million? No. Well, he gave it to him. <clears throat> yeah, he had the cash. It was I to thought it, was, it wasn't for her. I want to give you a million dollars to sleep with your wife. Okay. And Peace if she out. leaves, it's like, all right. And then he talked to her. He was trying to talk her into it. Yeah. And then, no, Woody's crying the whole time because she ended up liking him. And then she realized her husband was a complete pussball. Obviously, the movie is fiction. Yeah, completely, (laughs) because that's a six-minute script. I'd love to give you a million dollars to have sex with your wife. All right, you check cash. What are we doing here? Well, that was, I (laughs) thought there was going to be some sort of moral debate. Oh, no, no, no. You're going to have sex with my wife. I have morals. I have morals, and I also have a brain. Honey, you got to sleep with Robert Redford tonight. Oh, boo-hoo to me. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's a tough one. I know. I've, I've really put you into a position. I can't believe uh, you. Robert Redford in his prime uh, giving us a million bucks for you to bang him once. 
She's choosing between Woody Harrelson yeah, and Robert, Robert Redford. Redford. Yeah, and it's a dilemma. My ass, this is the dumbest <laughs> movie of all time. Margot Robbie wants to give Matthias a million dollars to sleep with Brett. Yeah, he might leave. You get to keep the million. Million? She'd probably do it for a hundred I was going to say for <laughs> you. Right, go ahead. Yeah. Get the hell out of here. Million? He's never going to make a million dollars in his life. <laughs> give me that. Margot, have at it. Enjoy my deadbeat X. I would do it in a second. That guy in Vegas that tried to get Megan years and years ago to go to Houston just for a week. I want you to see my properties in Houston. And I'm hearing this. I'm like, jackpot. Man, old man's trying to get me to go to Houston. And he said you could go too. I'm like, all right. What do I have to do? What do I have to just like catch it or something? At the the outside? <laughs> okay. Okay. I've seen her have sex before. I'm usually on top of it. It's usually with me. It's usually with me in a mirror, and it's like, can't be much worse. Get under that old man. That's disgusting. What about love? Oh, God. What about how uh, how much more I'd love you if you pulled this off? Ridiculous. Running around for years with those silver sneakers. Those old men wanted to pound her like crazy. Got to go back to Iowa in my private jet. I'm like, why aren't you boning that man? He's a sweet old man. Oh, God, he isn't. You got a Jimmy hat? <laughs> anyway, sorry. Brett, go ahead. Tell us what you got. All right, Wake Up Song brought to you by our buddies at Action Ride Shop. Hit the trails or, hell, it's it doesn't. you don't have to be on the mountain. They got BMX. They got e-bikes. They got road bikes. They got beach cruisers. Whatever you want to do on two wheels. Josh and the boys at Action Ride Shop are going to hook you up. Plus, or you can jump on a pivot like we got. ActionRideShop.com or go visit the boys over there on Gilbert Road and Southern. They will get you on the right track. People are confused by you, Brett. Uh, Kyle says, now yesterday, Brett would never go to somebody's house for free rent mm-hmm. or hose abroad for free rent. Right. But today, I want my broad to get hosed by some other dude put a baby in it. I'm not going essentially to, for free rent. I'm not going to 75th Avenue and Encanto to to, <laughs> got to, to, to live. A million dollars and Pesci baby. Yeah. I'm in. Sign me up. I'd adopt tomorrow. a Pesci baby. I hate kids, and I would adopt a Pesci baby just for the story. All right, on the list, uh, uh, lots of stuff for you, uh, Mister Mister Broken Wings. Yeah, that's me. Uh, <laughs> Slipknot, all hope is gone. <laughs> uh, Parkway Drive, pray comfortably numb for when you're uh, going out. I'll do uh, that. Cure me, kill me from uh, Gilby Clark. Uh, Cannibal Corpse, uh, Dead, Metallica, yeah. Slayer, Avenged, Megadeth, STP, mm. Godsmack, mm. and White Zombie. So many. Uh, wow. How about? Mr. Mr. sounds pretty good. <laughs> you throw it in. They throw it out there. I can pick it. Uh, I like Mr. Mr. a lot. You know, that's Toledo's real name. Richard Page, lead singer of Mr. Mr. You know, I saw a, I saw someone on Facebook the other day, and it was a picture of Richard Page with Tina Turner. I'm like, that don't look nothing like Toledo. What the hell? I didn't realize that was the guy from Mr. Mr. You think Toledo's <laughs> posting the shots of him and Tina together? This is the time I met her. It's like, Back man, when those grew in a few years. Mr. Mister. And, uh, all right, yeah, we'll go Mr. Mister. It's a great song. Wow. No, you worried about that. You put it on the list. Hey, I, I didn't request it. You so. put it up top. That was the first one in. All right. Well, they asked for it. They get it. It's their fault that this. Blame one. Justin for this one, everybody. Yeah. Great song, though. Broken Wings. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Mister. Did anybody do a cover of that? 
Ah, somebody had to cover Broken Wings. Somebody Rocky had to cover Broken Wings. Such a, let's see here. <laughs> it's such a great song. We might not play the whole thing though, because it is dated. This is I do kind of want this playing in the during the surgery because <laughs> I have to take my Broken Wings and learn to fly again. Ten. Oh nine. yeah. Ooh, Alter Bridge. I don't know if it's the same Alter song. Bridge. I don't know if it's the same wings? song though. No. Give me that. I don't know. Hang on. To each other's hands. I didn't know Rich could sing that well. Yeah, Rich used to be an <laughs> amazing singer. So good. Mm, 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 mm. It is a cool song, and it's begging to be remade. You're I right. don't know. Let's see. This, this is it. Here you go. See if this is it. The last. This is Alter Bridge? Yeah. Not doing Broken Wings? Well, it says Broken Wings. I don't know if it's the same song, though. I have a feeling this is a long intro. Yeah, let's skip up a little bit. Leave the alone. Uh-uh. No. Now we're going. Do it! We'll start in the middle. <laughs> we missed the ramp, but it's Broken Wings, Mr. Hey! Mr. Oh, Toledo put it back in. <laughs> Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. Thanks for listening to the daily podcast of Holmberg's Morning Sickness. It's been brought to you in part by your Valley Chevy dealers. Drive away in a new Chevrolet today. Visit valleychevy.com for details. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. The Offspring, uh, getting you through. Blink-182 before that, which is just uh, everything you hear, basically, is going to be coming to town st- soon. Blink-182 will be here June 14th. That's just a couple weeks away. Turn the page. August 9th, The Offspring's going to be here. Going to be great. Yesterday, just announced that uh, my favorite band in the world, Royal Blood, is going to be here November 26th, right around Thanksgiving. Highly suspect, going to be here on December 2nd. So that'll be a good week for me. Very exciting. That's going to be a blast. So all this, everything you hear is coming uh, in concert. These guys are touring like crazy all summer, all fall, all winter. We've got them loaded up and ready to go. And all your bionic parts will be working. Yeah, by then, I'll be able to I'll have full range of motion for everything for the first time in a decade. That I can't wait for. That's all I'm thinking about, by the way. Uh, it's time now for the Brady Report. All the uh, news that only Brady knows he's going to tell us in a second. It's brought to you by our friends. Over at Hooters, and it's Wings Day. Hooters is coming hard with two specials for you to choose from. Buy 20 wings, get 10 free for dine-in or takeout, or all-you-can-eat wings. That's all of them if you want. $20.99, you got to do that one dine-in only. Wings Day Wednesday only at Hooters. Go for the record, I say. Brady reported. Good Wings Day morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. Happy World No Tobacco Day. Okay. So a couple the of bases. World of has no tobacco today, yeah, or it's, it's up all to me. Oh, okay. It's all <laughs> stripped away. And we're starting over. Tomorrow, it comes back. The average bra size in the U.S.? Oh, geez, it's gotten bigger. I'll say average. The average. Has to For be the United the States, average. now hold on. Have you seen? I have. I was at the pool at the Aria this weekend. Uh, these are women who are probably A cups, but ate themselves into D cups. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go ahead and say it. It 
I'm going to go with a D because of all the giants in the South. Must stay with a C. You're going to see that's too average. That's two down the middle. Give me a uh, chest size two. Thirty-six. Oh, uh, Thirty-six. Thirty-six. Thirty-six E. C. 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 I want to almost go thirty-eight. I'm going to go thirty-six D. Thirty-four double dragons. Yeah, double D's wow. are the average. All right. Yeah, those things are. I'm looking at women with regular boobs are now really fat, and those have gotten gargantuan slop. And then uh, C cups. Nor- like if you were supposed, if you kept yourself together, you probably were a B cup. But because you're American, you're a D because you've eaten yourself into D cup. I looked at it. I saw it this weekend at the Aria. I couldn't believe what I was looking at. That used to be a beautiful place to go. <laughs> it is not fun to look at. When Oregon became a state in 1859, its constitution banned black people from living or working in the state. And they didn't change the law until 1926. That's right. Was Ted Williams a running yeah. for officer? <laughs> or what? Governor Ted Williams was in charge the entire time. Also, if you were black and, ha- and knew that rule was real... Why are you doing... Dodge, Oregon. Yeah, what are you doing in Oregon? George... The coastline, man. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's not worth it. There's coastlines elsewhere. Have you seen Cannon Beach? Yeah. They don't let <laughs> you on it. It's beautiful, though. George Lucas gave Mel Brooks permission to parody Star Wars with Spaceballs. He just had one rule. No merchandising. Yeah. Brooks agreed. And Lucas... Lucas's visual effects company, Industrial Light and Magic, did all the special effects. I didn't know that. I knew about the no merch thing, but I didn't know that they actually did the special effects. Why did they do them so poorly? Other than I, I saw a part of it the other day. Spaceballs? Space, yeah. You did? I did. It was on. Would have to be. Good special effects. No. I just, in a new survey um, asking people when food tastes the best, what season, <laughs> 71% of the people say, is this a thing? Certain foods no, taste better in the summer. Only for him, only for this one. <laughs> like, like, to me, brisket tastes the same in December time, as right? it. Now, there are comfort it, foods in cold weather, what, like soup. The warmer is good weather, warmer weather. Yeah, yeah, summer sure. because you're eating but outdoors. When I does think food is a factor. Taste, which season? Seventy-one percent say certain foods taste better in the summer. They were good. Watermelon. Oh, certain foods do taste better in the summer because they're seasonal. Barbecue chicken, hot dogs, corn on the cob. Barbecue chicken tastes like barbecue chicken all year. (laughs) Forty percent of the people love eating outdoors whenever possible. Man, your newsfeed. I tell you what. Fifty-eight percent say they wish you could eat outside year-round. The zone. It's open every day. Yep. Go down there, grab a pot belly sub, and sit with the people. <laughs> you can eat outside every day if you want. What's stopping you? The weather. It's too hot. Then I guess you don't want to eat outside every day. You want a world that it's always 80 degrees, and you're living in a dream. McDonald's rolled out a uh, new toy in their Happy Meal, but it's only in Japan. Maybe it'll come over here in the States. Jimmy Hat? <laughs> better mm-hmm. it's a chicken mcnugget a chicken nug that's got a lcd screen on it you can play tetris how big is this thing <laughs> it's taking up the whole happy meal it's a little bit bigger than your average nug that you're getting stop over. calling it that stop nicknaming food it's even worse when you've developed a relationship with it. <laughs> me and nugs are tight <laughs> 
the uh, national <laughs> the national bees happening he right does now. Happy Pappy and the Nugs. <laughs> yeah. He's got a love relationship that's just so unhealthy. It's food, man. So the Scripps National Spelling Bee is going on. The finals are tomorrow. Google Trends revealed the top word each state can't remember how to spell. They came up with it by looking at searches for how to spell. West Virginia hygiene. Um, They can't spell it or do it. No, West Virginia's word. Incest. That's a tough one because there's an SC. Oh, it's the spelling. Oh, it's past eight o'clock. We got to give our word out. Whatever the whatever West Virginia's word is is our word today, Brady. I gotta find it, and I got it's the W. Is Jimmy had one word, or is that two? Jimmy words? has two words. I'm sorry, Brett. We've got to disqualify. Let's your... do Jimmy. <laughs> Just Jimmy. <laughs> no, now people are going to be texting him. That's, that's too late. He'll find it. And Brady's still searching. I have it, but I need the gla- I need my. Glasses. Let me see it. <laughs> Didn't get it out big enough. He's not kidding. It's just just small enough where I can't. Well, in the area, it says diamond neutral. Delaware struggles with the word those. Yeah. Uh, Massachusetts is, or no, that's, uh, is that Jersey? Yeah, that's Jersey is absolutely bougie. Bougie's California, right? <laughs> Uh, that's on there, yeah. West Virginia's is definitely, it's a two-worder. Arizona's is uh, George. Yep. The name? Yeah, we struggle with the word George. Maybe because Jorge? I don't know. <laughs> it's too many Mexicans. All right. Brady went full Carrie Lake on us in that yeah, one. Yeah, did. We got too many Jorge's. It's screwing up how we spelled George. Well, George and Jorge are spelled the same. No, Jorge is G-O. Yeah. G-O-R. J-O. Oh, it's J. Nikanda, yeah, you can do yeah. G also, can't you? I mean, I wasn't think that's that a Wasn't there a dude that played for, like, the Rays that was Jorge and it was G-O? Because I always called him Gorge. It was a while ago. It was G-O-R-G, too. Hmm. I think he was just messing with us. George. All right. Ten. George is today's word. Text Nine, away. 97936. We'll see if this study that Brady's talking about is right. God, we evidently struggle with the word George. So Georgia struggles with queen. <laughs> they keep spelling it Q-U-E-E-R. Tennessee can't spell sugar. <laughs> the whole state is struggling with sugar. <laughs> Alabama can't spell daughter. Illinois can't do tomorrow. Indiana is the most appropriate one I see on the list. Beauty. <laughs> Beauty <laughs> escapes them. <laughs> Oregon can't spell police. They wanted to fund it. Montana is probably, or probably, but I bet you most of them spell it P-R-O-L-L-Y. 100%. New Mexico can't spell miscellaneous. Texas can't spell pyramid. (laughs) Pyramid. Isn't that odd? Is because that's the other oil-rich area where the pyramids are, so maybe they just do it out of spite. Interesting. Yeah, all right. George is today's word. 97936, you'll qualify for that man cave if you get it right. Good luck. According to new research, the average single person needs just 19 minutes to know if they want a second date. 19 minutes. I can tell you the first two. And it takes a bigger (laughs) first impression to motivate people as they get older. 67% of Gen Zers say they have high standards. 
but that number jumps up to 77% for Gen X. I don't think it's high standards. I think you have your standards. Right. And also your life experience. Yes. So you can see yes. a girl walk in, she's hot, and you realize right away, oh, she expects to be treated a certain way. When you're younger and you see hot, you treat her the way she wants yep. to be treated. When you're older, you're like, I'm not falling for this again. And Brady, you don't know this, but the three of us that have been divorced know exactly what we don't want next. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that one. <laughs> she reminds me of that yep, one. Exactly. Ooh. You make me roll those dice. Home. Come on, Al-Qaeda, get her. I don't believe in horoscopes, but I'm not taking a chance. You were born in November. You're <laughs> yeah. out. I'll find a reason. I don't date Scorpios. I'm a Libra. I mean, Libra. Did I say Scorpio? I meant Libra. <laughs> You don't date based on her or your ex's birth. No. Like if you met a girl you liked a lot and she was born on the same day. Yeah. You're like, yeah, just in case horoscopes are right, I better stay away from this one. This is going to get loud. Yep. There's a new term for the Gen Zers. Yeah. Uh, for yeah. just being lazy, laying around in bed all day. Mm-hmm. Dicks. Dicks. <laughs> bed rotting. That's what they call the whole generation. Yeah. Bed rotters. I like Dix better. Dix is better. Brett's douche. (laughs) Douche. (laughs) Douches. Wallet Hub did the uh, best and worst places to raise a family. The zone? The best in the top ten. You got Scottsdale, Arizona and Gilbert, Arizona. They're in there. Nine and eight. Well done. The absolute worst came in at uh, like 182. Maryville. Maryville's got yeah. Maryville's it was down there. there. It was in 100 and something. It was at Maryville's Glendale. on the list. Glendale. Was That's out, not like the same. Maryville. Yeah. They, if they knew about it, might, it didn't qualify. Must be a population qualifier. The bottom of the list had Cleveland. It was like the worst place to raise a family. It's the worst place to be human, let alone bring kids. What's to worse, it. Cleveland or Toledo? The city. Cleveland. I haven't been there. Uh, Toledo's pretty awful. <laughs> I haven't been there. Toledo is pretty awful. Is it really? Um, I'd go the other way, actually. Cleveland's worse than Toledo? No. Or Toledo's, Toledo's worse, worse than Cleveland. I would probably say that. Toledo's maybe the worst city I've been in. And Cleveland's probably top five. It dumps. You'll get an Ohio guy in a second going, Now, there are plenty of nice places. He tried to sell Toledo on Mets. Nice places in Toledo. No, there's not. Not one. This guy in Japan um, came out to his car and his back windshield was shattered and a big hole in it. He stole his Jimmy hats. <laughs> Here's a little meowing. Oh. Cat. 18-pound cat fell from the third story. Whoa. Blew through his window. Blew through his window. No broken bones. Wow. Larry's just sitting there hiding under the seat. Aw. Well, he went right through. That's a big break. Yeah. It's a fat cat, too. Did they keep it? Yeah, the owners said the cat kind of slipped off the balcony. Did you meow my name? They've been fined (laughs) 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 1,000 When I saw you in cat heaven. Finally, congratulations to uh, Regine Fairhead. Okay. She set a From world SUNY? record for the fastest time in a 5K for a 96-year-old woman. No, oh, which is finishing it. <laughs> she did uh, the 5K race in just over 51 minutes. What was the old record? Three miles in 51 minutes at 94? Yeah. Two days. 
Yeah, no, the old I record was. The old record. They don't have one. No other ninety-six-year-olds ever tried it. Yeah, how many? Attempts? The record is the effort. Did she run it or drive it? She ran. I'm impressed. She shuffled it. <gasps> Hopefully someday I'll be doing that with my son. He'll be thirteen. <laughs> Ninety-six-year-old five kid with my thirteen-year-old, my seventh grader. Because I can relate to seventh graders in my late nineties. Let's get to some radio videos. By the way, uh, Arizona is holding true to your You're screwing spelling. up George. Jesus, you guys are screwing up George. Yeah. Come on. All right. So this first radio video is a quick one. It's a basketball guy uh, basically fla- face planning it real quick. You got to hear the audio on it. It's okay. It's good thunder. It's a guy smashing into the ground. Oh, it's full b- body basketball. Slam. Here they come. Like rec league. Oh, man. Oh, my. Oh, my, oh, my goodness. Oh, my good. Pulls for the pump thing, oh and that noises his head. Oh, my goodness. Is this the uh, Native American League and then the one giant 30-year-old that's in the middle? This isn't high school. This is like adults, right? Are we sure? That dude in the middle is every, the dude in the middle is every reason I avoid breaking the law. I don't want to be cellmates with him. He's huge. This guy, you can't see it right off the bat, but then as you watch, his uh, knee was dislocated, or the kneecap just popped it fell out. Oh, oh, I've, seen this. I've seen this in person. Yeah, you don't see that. Uh, wrong immediately you know that's not where kneecaps go oh they're gonna squish it back over aren't they i didn't realize it was the cap but oh yeah yeah this happened in right back in little league for me i watched the guy's dad do this to it i believe his name was mike look at this thing slide like it mike played for mesa metals and i played for falcon plumbing i think is what we were and i was playing shortstop and he slid into second base and his knee hit the base instead and his kneecap slid up his thigh. And he started screaming, and no one knew why. And then it, he lifted the pant leg up as he's laying there. His dad was the coach. I think it was his dad was the coach. On the count of three, I'm going to push that down. One, two. Did it on two. And screamed and pushed that kneecap all the I don't know if that's proper. I, he should have waited for, like, a professional. Nah. Pushed it right back, and it kind of slid in place. Mike was screaming. On, I'm just And that's big red bloodline under his skin. Right where he got pushed was the grossest thing I've ever watched. Next one's uh, uh, emergency responders on an accident on the highway, and it's got the uh, chest cam of either a police officer g- running towards the one accident going the one direction, and then across the median, another one. You see a little Dukes of Hazard action. Oh, here we go. Because there's a tow truck trying to put the. Oh, he's got his ramp down. This is uh, Grand Theft Auto, Brady. Oh, yeah. The tow truck's ramp is down, and oh, yeah! Oh, baby. Oh, this man. is reality? This wasn't a joke? No. Oh, this isn't like a movie. Oh, he did a Grand Theft Auto jump. He earned a ton of extra credits oh, for that. awesome. And he flipped backwards. Is he alive? Wow. Don't know. Oh, worth it. Oh, that's inc- everything I used to do in One that game time. is to wait for those trucks to drop them and then get behind them. That dude doesn't see this at all. Good. Getting arrested? Oh, baby. God damn. That is a clean jump. What an incredible jump. Well, who parks the 
tow truck on the opposite side of the road with the thing down all the way. Come on, there's not that much traffic. That's ridiculous. Nicely done. Oh, I'm proud of that guy. Because usually, like right in the middle of that jump, it freezes and it goes, and you just see how many points you just earned or which, how many of these you need to do to I complete you, your mission. I thought you meant it freezes and then Waylon Jennings comes on. <laughs> this boy didn't see the accident across the way. Dukes are in the air again. So this next one happens real quick. I think the guy drops his cigarette butt in the hole. There might be a gas leak or something. Oh, oh no! <laughs> He's just standing outside oh, the door. Out of the hole. And the world underneath him exploded. His shoes. his shoes fell off. That's the worst. And you he, can see the little, either he spits or. He lo- oh, he, he looks into a that's hole yep. that's in the sidewalk. Man, Does he, he drop a Yeezys. smoke? If his, yeah. his if his spit is that lethal, Brady. <laughs> Sometimes all it takes is spitting. That's why they got rules against it. Sometimes you'll see signs say no spitting, and now you know why. All over in those lands. Correct. <laughs> in countries like that, they've got a no where everybody's law. tan. That's what happens. Brady's got a special in another country like that. That's why those people are always squinting. <laughs> just waiting for the sidewalk to explode in case they Big clink or something. Big signs for spitting on the sidewalk. No, 150 bucks or you'll blow the city up. <laughs> Look Hir- it up. Hiroshima's still tender underneath the surface. Don't want to mix it up. <laughs> Look it up, genius. Look it up. Go to the tape. <laughs> I never trust the sidewalks over there. No. <laughs> okay. The next Is that one's like a, a slur for the people? <laughs> yeah. Look at all these sidewalks. They never tip. <laughs> next one, the guy, he's, either, he's trying to off himself or collect insurance. There's no insurance in this country. No. Oh, oh, what was that? He dove in front of the Oh, he car. just jumped in front of a yeah. car. Now watch his... There's uh, a lady in a Batman shirt. can't handle it. <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst and part. And this is how he gets treated. Yeah. You well, dumb, dumb. Get up. Get up. He kicked him. We got, yeah, guy kicks him. <laughs> That'd be kicks me. Him well, they're seeing if he's alive. You're going to steal his Yeezys. Yeah, he's got a little eye problem. <laughs> oh, his face the, swelled uh, up a uh, touch. Oh, uh, that's where he took the brunt of the yeah, hit. Let's move get him around. Let's get him out of the... And get back to work. bloody hand. The lady that gets up in the... When Warner Brothers didn't release the Batman and they just gave Africa all the shirts. <laughs> that was a, did you see the Batman was kind of upside down? Yep. It's a goof print. Yep. There's all of our old clothes, guys. I don't think it's Adidas. I think it's Abibas. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's my shirt. No, nobody there is your size. <laughs> Come on, you're Africa, man. <laughs> There's no double X down Come there. on, you. The double X is the guy running the village. He doesn't need borrowed clothes. I'd like to see Brady try to donate that. I'd like to give all my old clothes to the, uh, the folks of the Sudan. No. <laughs> there is no reason for you to do this. We do need a good umbrella. And they'd be out. They'd be there like, look, we got the new delivery of blankets for everyone. <laughs> this is for a California king. That's my old T-shirt. Why does it have armholes? What do the holes for <laughs> on your sheets? I wear that. You are a giant of a man. Falls off their shoulders, the arm, the how head much, hole. How much do you eat? <laughs> Well, it was National Barbecue Weekend. What is that? Oh, that's where we barbecue three times a day. You are the richest man I've ever met in my life. <laughs> I gave him the shirt that you gave me. Praise the Lord. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, Porkopolis. All the old Porkopolis print shirts are somewhere in the Sudan. Evidently, it was a failed restaurant. How would a restaurant ever fail? Oh, the prices and quality, I suppose. I don't know. We don't have failing restaurants. Thriving. If you have a restaurant, it is doing well in Sudan. It is where the food is. You should open Porkopolis over there in the Sudan. The Watusi tribe looks fabulous. <laughs> Porkopolis would have been gangbusters over there in Sudan. We got food. This is the best place in the world. You want to know what we serve? Is it food? Yeah, but I mean, specifics? I do not care. I just want a plate of anything. Five-star reviews across the board. Look at this giant Buddha is making us food. Now I'm going to give you some clothes when it's over. We will not need your clothes, sir. It would take ages for us to go into them. Go to the big white witch's place. I like your accent. Yours is, <laughs> yours is a little bit sudentarded. <laughs> Do not listen to him. He is a special man. He just made it through a lion attack. He has a little damage. He liked jelly beans. That's right. <laughs> Brady's retarded Sudanese character is probably racist, too. I don't know. It's checking all the boxes. <laughs> Brett, what do you got? All right. Mild? Uh, what are we looking at? What's we'll the, start mild. What's our Thai restaurant heat level? <laughs> yeah. We'll start mild today. Right. Two stars. I'll give you five. I don't know if Brady's ever reported on this, but... Oh, uh, right. There's a guy taking no, a pint. No, some no, sort of weird no. bovine thing in some no. Middle Eastern place. He's getting goat cows. I don't know what those are. And he's got a pint of urine, and he is holding it in a beer glass in front of the cow, goat, whatever that is. He's saying, I've been drinking cow urine every day in the morning. And there he goes. He's drinking the cow urine. Sipping it and then mm. looking at us. Previously, oh. I used to fall sick and then I started drinking cow urine. Haven't used any medicine or gone to the doctor. Oh, Imagine rubbing it all cologne. over his goddamn uh, face. That, how bad does that place stink that you'd rather smell like cow urine than yourself? It <laughs> <laughs> doesn't have sound. Oh, this has to have music. There has to be a click on something there. All right. Uh, I do not know, but I have this. How did he find out that cow urine's so healthy? One day I was laying on the ground, because that is where I sleep. And I was pissed upon by a cow, and I have not seen a doctor mm, ever since. Nom, 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 Yes, my friend. Do you drink a horse urine? No, 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 no. That is the devil's piss. We've seen this one. Oh, we've we seen have? One? Yeah. I don't remember this. Oh, yeah, he kicks the ball out. And Jeremy Lin is... Oops. Oh, I remember this. Up. He's an Asian guy dribbling a basketball and he hits the curb and it goes out in the road and a guy on a motorcycle runs over it and, <laughs> and leisurely goes after his ball. All right. Only one of them no. uh, has a helmet. Yeah. Let's go with this one. Brady Sudanese character needs a helmet. Okay. This is the guy. This is the one. Yeah. Oh, you see this one? No, no, no. They, they took it down on Friday. What oh, this is the one where the horn yeah. hits him. Oh, here comes the wind and here comes the big screen. Oh, there's a dead pitcher. He's done. I thought, I thought it was like cardboard at first, but it's that's like no, a video that's screen. Evidently, like the truth of the so, yeah. sometimes and the spirit yes, hits you. That's right. Maybe Vishnu needed an angel. The power of Christ. <laughs> oh, that, it's, it's, it's odd. Said, it's, I thought it said revival cruise. Oh, yeah, it said revival. <laughs> he died on the word revival, ironically. <laughs> and we've seen one similar to this, but not this one. 
something, all right? Let's go. Oh, no, 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 no. This is a different Lathe one, isn't it? It's a guy caught in a lathe. Oh, off we go. This is a different lathe. Yeah. This is a new lathe spinning. I've seen the old one. 300% of the speed that's normally going on. There goes his shoe. It's, and it's, there goes the blood. Here we go. He's opening Where? up. This is the second oh, internet lathe video I've ever seen. And no one's close by to hit the button oh. to turn it off. Oh, my God. Oh, he's just splitting there up, goes folks. Scanning. Oh, he's just uh, there. They're just spinning for no reason. There's a whole lot of human just flopping around now. Will some, does he work alone Apparently. in this giant factory? Apparently he does. And he's still going. Wow. And this is triple time, so it speeds up. He's at this in real time. He's at this for... What's the length of this video? Long enough. Oh, uh... Minute 20? So this went on for three Four plus minutes, minutes. yeah. <laughs> I like that they, the music wow. was like, yeah. He's still spinning. Now they've got it back slowed down a little bit. I don't understand... Where his co-workers aren't. Oh, there he fell out. Oh, well, half of them did. Wow. Back to work, Bob. No more laying down on the job, you lazy SOB. Disgust. Wow. You're right. That went on like four minutes. Yeah. That guy lived Nobody in around. Nope. Don't work the lathe, if that's what that thing is. Whatever that is. Alone. Always have a buddy. There's a buddy system. It's like lifting weights. <laughs> have a pal nearby, just in case you start spinning <laughs> at 400 RPMs. Okay, wow, that was horrifying. Y'all done? Yep. That'll do it for all of us. Wow. Oof. All right. It's a good ender. George is the word today. George. Arizona cannot George. spell George. Yeah. Jorge. Like Jorge. Washington. <laughs> Brady called him Jorge. <laughs> George. That's what you spell. 97936. And Brady will donate his clothes to needy giant kids all over the Sudan. That's what we learned today. It's the uh, Brady Report. So long. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. You've been listening to the daily podcast of Holmberg's Morning Sickness, brought to you in part by your Valley Chevy dealers. Drive away in a brand new Chevrolet today. Visit valleychevy.com for details. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. It is a glorious, perfect morning. Our sailor is back. Trip just wandered in. It's all good right now. Now let's talk about something that's not so controversial. What's left in Ukraine? Every time I, every time I turn on the news, I just, I just got another thing, just a, a, an update. Last warship in Ukraine has been destroyed. Look, I'm not saying we can kick Moscow or Russia's ass, but I'm pretty sure we can kick their ass. They can't beat up. It's been a year and a half, and they're still like massive bombing in Kiev. You should have been able to wreck that city by now. There's only one city in all of Ukraine. They're okay. We just raised the debt ceiling. Oh, that's right. We can keep paying. We're going to get them another boat. But doesn't it seem like every day you get news, it's like, oh, they're... Kiev is under attack again. We're... How much is left? Kiev's uh, fortified. Like Pretty a, good so far. They, they keep showing they buildings, just, but it's know, like... choose blocks or certain... I mean, it's a big town. Yeah, but I mean, in a year and a half, I think I could personally take down Phoenix. If you weren't, you know, if there wasn't any opposition, 
I could dismantle the whole town. Especially if another country's covering your expenses. Exactly. I mean, right. you if know, yeah, if I'm scholarship and everything, you're, you're good. You know what's your right. <laughs> you combine the two ideas of me being scholarship in, I could take your town down in a year. So we're down to one boat there. No, they're done with it. It's over. It's their that's last it. worship. Russia says it destroys Ukraine's last worship. I don't know if that's real or not, but it just seems like this is dragging Calling on. Calling Sean Penn. You yeah. need to head over there. <laughs> You gotta go stand on that the remains of that boat. I want Ukraine to win this thing, but you know, I'm not seeing a real good uh, plan here. Not have any more warships. There's every day it's another three thousand things get blowed up in Kiev, and I'm like, how good is Kiev as a city, man? That thing can take a beating. Every it's like Rocky. It just it's all bloodied up and it's still standing. I don't know who to root for at this point. I like winners, but I don't like Russia. This is hard. This is like when uh, Drago started winning. It's like. Mm. I have a feeling it's going to go the wrong direction. <laughs> it sounds like um, poor planning, too. If you're down to one boat and you knew that. <laughs> yeah, it's not like you lost eight in a day. You're down to your last one. You hide that thing. It wasn't, I know. So they're hiding like, you know what? It looks clear today. Let's set her out. For a little, <laughs> you know what? Maybe we trip was in the Ukraine. Up. You know what? I'm taking the boat. I don't care what the weather's like. I don't think this is a very good idea, Mr. Reed. I'm going out in the boat. I only have Memorial Day weekend to do this. That's why they did it. It is our last worship, Mr. Reed. Uh, that's your fault. Uh, yeah. <laughs> At about three warships left, as the uh, leader of the Navy, I'm like, hey, guys, hide in the warships. We're not going out for a little bit until we get a couple of spares. Down to your last one. It's like the last of the Mohicans. Somebody noticed we were down to a few Mohicans before we had the last couple standing. I mean, it's. Paint it white and put a giant red cross, a cross on, it. on it. Why don't you? you no, go out there with the number on the side. Ukrainian warship. Well, that's a target. It's a great pride in our ships. You know, we go to told you it's a warship. Well, yeah, Brady's right. <laughs> Have the words mad wit written on the back and put a sail on it. <laughs> Pretend. <laughs> and then start surprising the Russians. You start floating your last warship around and it's still painted like a warship. Guess what's going to happen to it? I'm no war genius. I'm not like Patton or anything. But if I'm down to my last warship, we're going to kind of ration its uses. It's going to be one of those real close to the all the guns ship. We're going to park that thing and keep it nearby. It's ridiculous. Anyway. Did it take anything down? The last Did warship? down on a blaze of glory? Or? Uh, no, it just says it Sounds like it would just... Ukraine's last warship was knocked out two days ago. Ukraine's Navy declined to comment. Well, because there isn't one. Like they don't have it. Like the Navy declined to comment because they're all. We're out of business. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Porkopolis of yeah. navies. <laughs> it's closed. The ports Sorry. are all going to be spirit uh, Halloween stores now because they got no boats left. <laughs> yes. We are trying to make a little extra cash for uh, Ukrainian Halloween. We are turning all of the ports where the boats used to be into spirit Halloween stores where you can dress as your favorite. If I was them, I'd be dressing as Russian soldiers. You don't dress. You got to start getting smart. Well, and every Russian you is, kill, you I'm take. I'm not their... announcing that. What? That I'm dressing as Russian soldiers? No, no, my last ship is gone. Well, they didn't. Russia did. Russia said we got oh, the last okay. one. So then maybe it's not true. Then. That's why the Ukrainians are like, we're not commenting on it. In eh, a year and a half, Russia should have taken down most of this. I'm pretty impressed, though. But, you know, and again, I'm rooting for Ukraine, but I knew my odds going into this. Yeah, look, Captain Steubing. I mean, <laughs> I don't think the leader of the love boat. Let's take her out hey, for one last spin. Now. 
You sure you want to do this? I do, Gopher. I do. Charo's going to have yeah. an AK-47 ready to storm the beaches. Ukrainian love, exciting and new. Climb aboard. We're out of boats. Yeah, that doesn't seem like that's going well, but, you know, I don't know what's going to happen next. But I'm reading the news every day and wondering how much longer can that city serve or that place go? That Kiev is well built. They're taking every day Security. another round of bombings. It's like, good job. A year and a half of bombings, and you still got people there? Yeah, it's not like the houses in Queen Creek or stuff. No. The chicken wire and styrofoam. I'll tell you, man, 30 days of bombing Phoenix. The show's off the air, and I'm living in Flagstaff for a while. I'm not going to hang around here. That city should be empty. It took him a year and a half to go from FU Russian warship yeah. to yeah. <laughs> finally getting one. Still my favorite thing in the world. <laughs> hey, what's your name? <laughs> Russian warship. You Russian warship. What is your name? Ukraine. You Ukraine. Don't you bring my mother. Don't you bring this. our mothers into this. I built a fire over there. Oh, okay. That's okay. And then I your mom by it. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I don't get it, but I don't like reading about war. There's nothing funny or weird or fun. But this one's getting a little bit to the point of like, all right, where's the logic going? Again, all four of us in this room. I don't know if all of us are hanging around Phoenix after 18 months of bombing. Are you? You're probably heading back to Columbus for a couple hours. <laughs> You gotta go back to mom and dad. You would stay. I'd go all the way down. But you know, you said eighteen attacks, eighteen months, eighteen months. Oh yeah, so eighteen. Yeah, you're so just thinking it's monthly. Yeah, Brady thinks it's like periods. Yeah, but if I went back home, uh, same in Chicago. So. You think Gilbert? You'd hang in Gilbert. I'm gone. Off the of course. One month. One month. One month. I'm fighting Ops. back. I'm like, this is not going well. Retreat. Not my cup of tea. No, I am a fear-based citizen of the city being bombed. If I'm not allowed in the bunkers, I'm leaving. In 18 months, the traffic out of town's had to clear. You can go if you're still alive. Hop in whatever Russian car you've got and get the hell out of there. What we should do is stop spending money on the Ukraine and just move them all over here. Oh, then you Give fire them up the oh, don't oh, yeah. Yeah. They're, don't they're European. That. They're Euro. Why would the, you do that, Carrie Lakewood invite Carrie Lake would do it. <laughs> The Mexicans would be like, really? You brought over five million people in a day and that's cool? I don't know. It just all seems so silly. But we're spending all that money on them. We might as well just build them an island like they do down there in the you know, UAE. They just build houses on the water. Just give them something. Or we put them in a boat. We got all these malls, all these closed malls. Let's make that the new Ukraine. You're not allowed out, but... It's Ukraine in there. Yeah, here's Metro Center. Yeah, Enjoy. Right. Inside Metro and Fiesta Mall, it's the Ukraine. You're not allowed outside. We do have a surplus of blue and yellow paint. <laughs> we'll just paint it up. We'll give them, look, the Russians won't get you here. You know? We got thousands of closed malls. We could, we could house all these Ukrainians and just give them Ukraine. And figure it out from there. Make it a biodome or something. You have to grow your own. Don't start asking for more. You've got plenty now. Your country's ruined. Yeah, if I, I I wouldn't live in a city that got bombed for a week. I didn't even like bad weather, let alone an enemy constantly raining bombs near me. I don't like it when a car backfires. So, anyway, I'm tired of reading about it. I need this to end for my sake. <laughs> it's just boring now. But I am impressed that a city under attack for 18 months still...
still has people in it. Uh, they're, that's brave. I don't know what you're protecting anymore. Huh. I want to be patriotic and uh, remember. You, yeah, you're not going to remember anything in a minute. Your head's about to explode. What happened to our warships? You don't want to know. You're down to zero of those. <laughs> How is the war on the land and the, the water going? Well, we're over on the water. Land doesn't look too sharp now that the boats can park. Brett, you wouldn't stay, even in Italy and stuff. You wouldn't defend this. Nah, I'm out. And Dobson That's Ranch? Right. Come on. He'd go to Sicily. Yeah, the DR. Up to Vegas for a couple weeks, see how this clears out. And if they start making it up to Vegas, then I move north again. But if you had to go to Tucson? Whoa. Like, would, north was blocked off. No one goes south. Staying here? Well, actually, actually, not <laughs> a bad idea. Take a two-wheel cart and have yeah. it and pull it down to Tucson? That's not a bad plan, though. You go to Tucson or start heading towards Mexico. Nobody's trying to take that place. That's probably the safest place in the world from an invader. They're going to conquer Mexico. Okay, you're going to change your mind the second you're there. <laughs> and you're probably going to lose. Oh, the cartel would kick their ass right now as weak as they are. I would tell, like, look, that's a good plan for immigration, too, is tell all these Mexicans, look, you're going to be our... You're going to be our uh, not-so-American-American American army. And if you want to be in our country and we got you, we're going to put you in a uniform. You're going to go help the Ukrainians fight. Or you got to go home. Yeah, Mexico would Which be- way home? <laughs> Which way is home? Where's Ukraine? I'm not going to Ukraine. And they sent us over here to help you guys fight Russia. And then they said we could have it. <laughs> A bunch of Mexicans in Ukraine. You know, it's getting out of hand. They're taking our jobs. <laughs> they took our jobs. What is busboy? <laughs> You'll see, Holmes. Anyway, good luck, everybody. I don't know how to talk about war anymore. I just look at this one and I'm like, this doesn't seem fair. I don't like headlines that say that last warship is gone. That's pretty much. Doesn't that mean you lost? That's well, pretty much the end, isn't it? Feels now like what? we're reaching in our pockets again. Well, that's to me where I get nervous is that now it's going to be like, all right, let's give them some of our ships, which we've already kind of done. And they'll just paint them to be Ukrainian ships, but that's just money on it's our pockets. Nice 1963 battle. <laughs> yeah, let's give them some of our old ones. Some of these that are docked up as museums can go over. They still give the Queen Mary. Yeah. I mean, it's been sitting there for 50 years. <laughs> and then years. how dare they have like Send PT 109 out there. Let's <laughs> <laughs> Kennedy's old boat and the QM out again. That's we just. Right. And then have them, but these are very old ships. Oh, really? Okay, well, we'll take them back since you've got so many great ships. Never mind, never mind. We'll take it. Here's old old Ironsides. Here's a rowboat with some grenades in it. The Mayflower. (laughs) What do we do with this? this? Oh, do you have uh, anything better? Uh, I don't think so, Vlad. So let's just go with what we're handing over. All right, fine. We'll give you a couple classes at UTI, (laughs) and you'll be up to speed. Give us all of their old crap. Like we're Africa. (laughs) <laughs> you can get the boats we give you Bro. Scott Peterson's boat Bro. everything, <laughs> everything what does SS Minnow mean yeah, what does Minnow <laughs> this is bad moment this is a three hour boat there is no professor on this thing we got the handed bill of goods bullshit now you're bougie now we're, yes we want good boats so we have to make the clear of the good some love boat. You, yeah, get a Princess Cruise Line over there we're not using. I don't know. Seems sad. Anyway, I digress. I just don't like when the headline reads that because that just means that American. I just had dinner with my friend who was a, a military superman over there in 
Iraq. He's writing a book, and it sounds incredible. And he was talking about that Mike Day guy. Yeah. And uh, Brady just brought him up, uh, too. 27 times the guy got shot, then got some shrapnel from another thing, and still killed two people after. Yeah. And I just don't want I don't I don't want to hear about that with our guys anymore. I don't I don't think we need to be there. So that's my personal opinion about the Ukraine. That seems like Europe's problem. We can help them with cash and stuff, but let's not send our guys over. But we're down to last warships now. I'm going to start thinking. Oh no, me in a war with Russia. That's the last thing I need. I'm closing in on retirement. I don't need that stock market to take that hit. <laughs> I need to slow and steady for the next twelve years. Hey, Vlad, can yeah. we... Can we pipe down a little bit until at least I'm collecting? <laughs> I'll even opt in early, but don't. We're going to wreck the uh, stock market. Uh, you're going to have to work extra three years. God damn it. Give him a boat. Uh, we got Rock Wars coming up in a little while. And also, George is the word you're supposed to be texting for a few more minutes. George, which has stymied you, Arizona. Uh, George is the word you text 97936, and you might win yourself... A glorious new man cave from our friends at Prestige Billiards and Modelo. George, 97936, it's 98. Thanks for listening to the daily podcast of Holmberg's Morning Sickness. It's been brought to you in part by your Valley Chevy dealers. Drive away in a new Chevrolet today. Visit valleychevy.com for details. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. Absolutely perfect uh, day because I'm reading more and more about the entire cast of The Godfather and Goodfellas and everything else making babies in their 80s. And I love the octogenarian dad theory. God bless him. Yeah. So with Rock Wars right around the corner, I want a tribute song to guys who figured it out. You impregnate 29-year-old girls in your 80s, and that's the way life's supposed to work. That's why Brady's God gave you the ability to shoot live rounds in your 80s. It should be mandatory that all men skip making babies until they're in their 80s. That's it. Because that's the smart thing. And you go back there and you get some 28-year-old girl. Now you're a viable option for a life source. A theme song. For the uh, Al Pacino baby situation, which is also the De Niro baby situation, which is the most glorious baby situation of all time. A four-year commitment to a child. That's perfect. If you haven't heard yet, Al Pacino was 83 years old. And in one month, he's going to be a dad again. All right, no cats in the cradle. You no, know, Oh, yeah, no, that's okay. no, you don't want any right. emotional stuff. Like, you want all a right. celebration. So, uh, 83-year-old, like an old man, but like something that would play in the delivery room to celebrate. It's perfect. Al Pacino's baby. We need a celebration for Al Pacino's baby. He's 83, and he knocked up a 29-year-old. And yeah, Mick Jagger was banging her before. You've got to have this out. It's great, right? It's going to get in that so tight, so nice. Skin looks beautiful. I'll give that a run. Why not? I followed Mick Jagger into a few parties, if you know what I mean. And by the way, she's got a great ass. A great ass! I got a wiping ass. He'll never do anything to be that... that father of that baby which i absolutely love i find the story hysterical especially because all the pictures of al with this the girlfriend it looks like a guy with dementia and a pregnant girl it's the craziest thing in the world that's my baby brewing in there i'm gonna be a papa 
So you can't give them cigars because then all of Al's friends with oxygen tanks will blow up. It's a perfect scenario. Somebody shut that kid up. That's your kid. Oh, geez, I better do some work. He's not taking care of He's anything. He's not doing anything. Oh, no. Yeah. Okay, so a theme song for the trend that is happening right now in the world of Italians. Actually, not just that, because Mick Jagger just had a baby yeah. like a year ago, too. These, I don't know what these old dudes are doing. They always used to laugh like Charlie Chaplin, Tony Randall. Babies in their 80s. Larry King? Did we say that? Did Larry King make no, a baby? I he just he, got married a lot. No, I think he was just married. He was actually... But having was sex with old. older ladies. I don't think that I think they were postmenopausal. <laughs> I think he was going after the ones that can't make anymore, but it was still repulsive to look at Larry King in those suspenders and think that he had to consummate a wedding. Getting married again. Houston, hello. I can't make a baby, but I can make you, you know, all over the place. Yes. He had five. He had five before. Yeah. I think they were all adults. I don't think okay. he put one in late. Uh, uh, uh. I give you life. Ovaries, hello, you're on. Disgusting. Uh, so old men making babies with young ladies. We need a theme song for it. An Ameri- almost an anthem of what you think. You can help out. Holmberg at 98kupd.com. You can text 97936. Pacino, you are our hero all over again. It's 98kupd. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said, fully erect. It's time for this week's Battle of Musical Supremacy. It is Wednesday. It's 9.30. This is Rock Wars. I won last week, so I get to pick the topic. And Rock Wars, of course, is brought to you by Mo Money Pawn. Shorter long-term collateral loans from $10 to over $100,000 American dollars. No credit needed and top dollar paid with the entire process. Just taking several minutes. MoMoneyPawn.com. Uh, 12th Street and Indian School, if you're interested. So Al Pacino's having a baby, 83 years old, got a 29-year-old wife. We're celebrating. Women are calling this disgusting. Men are calling this the dream. I'm 83, and a 29-year-old hot girl wants to sit on me and let me, you know, raw dog. (laughs) I'm in. Sure, it's gross. To think of an 83-year-old guy doing it. But if you're going to have a baby, boy, there's no better time than your mid to late 80s to stuff one in there. The responsibility's out the door. You've already made all your money and had all your fun. Squirt and go. That's life's philosophy from Al. Uh, So we need a theme song to celebrate this because De Niro did it. Mick Jagger did it. So many of these guys are figuring it out. Uh, Tony Randall. Tony Randall. Charlie Chaplin. These guys had it figured out for a long time. And now three guys in a row. Jagger, De Niro, Pacino. Heroes. To people like Brett, his entire nation, beautiful thing, and all of us who actually do believe this is the right way to go. Uh, who, uh, I'll let Brett go first. Brett, you pick a song for Al Pacino's Miracle Baby. Well, I don't think there's anything more fitting than this song because you look at the pictures of Al and his 29-year-old, you know, and he's just like, he don't care. That's just life. So who does it better than the chairman of the board? Sinatra. Oh. That's life. Shot down in May. But I know I'm going to change. That's right. And it's double meaning because, uh, there you go. That's life. I just put it in you. I just gave you life. Back on top in June. Couldn't help it. She's got a great ass. I finished early. She's had another baby. That's life. That's right. The position was. He don't care. Yeah, he's. He's going to be dead by the time the yeah. thing's in second grade. It don't matter. Second grade. He'll be 90. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. 
If he makes it to second grade, I'll give you a thousand dollars. No, the kid will. I'm saying if Al, if Al does. He don't care. That's life. That's perfect. Right? Whatever. That's life. What are you gonna do? That's how life treats a man. When a 29 year old sits on an 83 year old erect penis, usually there's life. <laughs> all right, Brady. What do you got for Al? For all the 70 plus men out there, keep life rolling. Take that Jimmy hat off and keep on knocking boots, H Town. It's ironic. This is what I was playing when I got her pregnant. Say Hey, it's Al. How are you? Doing great. How are you, Al? I'm doing good. Say, I just shaved my face as smooth as a baby's bottom. I'm sipping on some Kavasi. I want to know if you come by and knock boots with me. Kavasi. It's never too late to knock boots. They don't say knocking boots anymore. I thought I was in touch with the kids. Now when I have one. Knocking boots. H Town. You guys both lose. This is easy. This is easy. I'm just gonna play it. Push it to the limit. Push it to the limit. The montage scene from Scarface. Don't look down, just keep this. your head. That's what I was looking to. You know, he's walking to the big, he's pulling all the money out of the bank, playing with his tiger. Making the team. He's going into the bank with bags. Yeah, he's got bags. Yeah. Oh, the the yeah. bank manager's like, oh, not again. Laundry. Don't worry about it. Your girl's womb is polluted with a baby. And now he's just walking back and forth into the OBGYN. You know, Mr. Pacino, you've, you've really pushed it to the limit here. Yeah, I know. I know. It's my kind of my theme. So is the baby healthy or not? Because I'm not. Gina! You care if it's healthy? I don't, I don't care at all. I won't be around. It doesn't matter. We're going to have a gender reveal party. I might not make it. The father may pass away from sudden excitement if the balloons for the gender reveal party pop early. So let's just do a cake. This cake is blue. I don't need blue cake. I can't have cake. It makes my heart stop. I also can't have salt and sugar. Where's my baby do? The impressive part is you remember this song. Oh, push it to the limit. Paul Engman. This was part of last year's... even more impressive. You don't say it for Christ's sake. Giorgio Moroder. Yeah. Oh, it does? I think he wrote it. Paul Engman. He wrote it like, yeah. Paul Engman. It's on the keyboards. There it is. We were going to do this in the montage themes last year. The montage thing. Push it to the limits like a top three or right there. That's gold, baby. Gold! Beautiful. So there you go. Now we vote. Holmberg at 98kupd.com is the uh, way you vote on email. You can text the word WARS, 97936. That's how you get that going. Or you can call us. <laughs> We're both doing it. Uh, 585-9800. <laughs> that is what we do. Who will win Al Pacino's Miracle Baby Rock Wars? We find out next. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. You hear the words you say sometimes? I mean, who talks like that? 98 and away we go with the results for Glorious Rock Wars. It's weird to be in the middle of a Rock Wars vote and talk about Al Pacino's new baby and also have two or three people I've been going back and forth about the Ukrainian war. Don't mix up those. <laughs> yeah, you, don't, you don't send the wrong thing. To... Uh, yeah. 
what they do for the Ukrainian war, they need a montage. That's what they need. They'll get through this so much faster if we combine. That would be great. Send, send Frank Stallone over Send there. Frank we'll Stallone, write a montage, yeah. and we'll get this thing over with in three minutes. Uh, we got the songs for Al Pacino's Miracle Baby. That is trending. Now, I got an email from uh, J. Todd Himes, our artist, and he said, you know, this is all a scam. These 80-year-old wealthy dudes are being duped. Their ego's making them think they've still got it. But these young ladies are knocking, are getting knocked up by a young dude and making the rich guys think it's theirs. But the only way to do that is to rub up against them, right? So these, they're still getting to rub up against these girls at, you know, 57 years their junior. That's a whole Brady life. <laughs> the Brady's birth to today pretty much was the difference between that girl's being born and Al Pacino. That's amazing. That's perfect. That's a perfect age gap. Speaking of gap, show me yours, baby. Uh, so a 29-year-old woman was going to have Al Pacino's baby. And I still love every second of that. Uh, so we're celebrating. Brett chose That's Life by uh, the great Frank Sinatra. Brady chose Knockin' Boots by H-Town. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Knockin' Boots came out just before that girl was born. 92, 93, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Wow. <laughs> and had been out for yeah, two I was years. Say, so it, it, I'm trying to find like that middle gap somewhere. But uh, I chose Push It to the Limit, the a montage song from the movie Scarface, appropriately starring Al Pacino. Scarface, he's going to be doing that, running back and forth into doctor's offices to push it to the limit. The emails are just screaming in. Uh, John, your song reminds me of South Park episode where Cartman pretends to be mentally handicapped in the Special Olympics. I think they ran that one. Uh, she said, I think that makes it so it's off topic for me, so I have to vote for Brett. Always a good vote. Uh, this one says, uh, give it to the Guido to pick Sinatra. Brady is a bust when he isn't pandering or baiting harder than he does in his own man cave while his wife is shopping. I have to give it to John on this one. Best montage scene in movies ever. I disagree with it's that. It's a terrible but, movie. Yeah. Scarface is an awful yeah. movie. It's so poorly done, and the acting's miserable. It's so, I don't know what... Uh, Loja, Robert Loja. It's De Palma. It's the Brian De Palma movies yeah. aren't good. Yeah, uh, this one is uh, Ronnie says voting for you, John. But I thought you'd pick Pony by Genuine because it's a real Rico Blaze moment. Well, there's there's there some of that. Uh, Brett's choice was too obvious. Chancellor, I knew he'd pick Sinatra as soon as the topic was brought up. Brady, there's no way you've ever heard that song before. Uh, oh, I only imagine. Me? Oh, I Vanilla but, Chunks oh. spun that all oh, day long. Yeah, I look, yeah, I disagree with Kyle tape. too. But I like what he says. I can only imagine the Google search that brought you to knocking to boots. Or it was the one time you remember your pastor saying, you can't listen to this. My liege, once again, you get the vote. Uh, no doubt these old badasses have pushed it to the limit. And by that means they're bottoming out on these young hoes. Congrats. It's our dream. Uh, my vote's for you, John, because apparently you're the only one who understands the word rock and rock wars. And you're the only one that rocks. Yeah, that's a really rocking that song. That is a rock song compared to That's Life and Knocking Boots. True, but still. Uh, Al's girlfriend is not pretty. She just found someone to put anything in her. Mm. Yeah, Al Pacino's not going to be too finicky when the 29-year-old wants to rub the silk on him. <laughs> Can I put my pink on you? Yeah, I don't care. Go ahead. Where? Oh, geez, right on the honey mop. Well, wow, I'm in. <laughs> You're pregnant. Sorry. She's not... He has to call her at that time to learn it. It's up. Yeah, look at her and I mean, then... she's not unattractive. Bad. Come on, he's 83. That's pretty exactly. good. If she was wandering around your office, you'd take a look. And yeah. if Beverly D'Angelo walked by, you'd be like, Jesus Christ! So he's made a good choice here. <laughs> and that's her pregnant there, I think. Yeah, she's yeah, hiding. April, that's like seven months, six months pregnant. Yeah, my bitch is in full. <laughs> what are you going to do? 
Yeah, there's probably some. That's his kids with Bev. <laughs> oh, those are the ones. That's Beverly. That's Beverly. Oh Jesus. man. Anton and Olivia. Wait a minute. Chaz Bono is his son? <laughs> I didn't know that. Well, you can't blame him for trying again. Oh, man. Ah, I screwed I up that one. I'll get it right one time. <laughs> Look at me. These are not Pacino grade quality kids. This one might make a better version. I got to get one out. Uh, this one just says you, Chancellor. There is no doubt. Uh, another one. Uh, you win, John, and you know damn well why. That is a gay song, but winner, winner, Cubano dinner. Thank you, Guy Fieri. Gotta say, Brett had a great choice. Brady's wasn't half bad either. But once I heard push it to the limit, I mean, come on. Takes you right back to Vice City Simpsons couch gag when they used the song. Keep up the greatness, gentlemen. <laughs> it's true. How about this comment? So what you're saying, guys, that Rock Wars topic is about today is that uh, <laughs> if any, any of you guys get rich enough... My newborn daughter has a shot with you. Let's see. Yes. yes. Depends on what she looks like. <laughs> yeah, but she can't be a pig. Yeah. <laughs> Just raise her right. I had that awesome surgery over at uh, the Schwartz Laser Eye Center. I can't get bad vision. Any- so even when I'm 83, I'll be able to see whether or not your daughter grew into a pig. So. Oh. I'm sorry. I can't have sex with you. Uh, you're disgusting. You're 83. That's how bad you are. You think a 29-year-old should get turned by an 83-year-old? No, I think... <laughs> Yeah, 83. If Brady leans up against me wrong, I might get him pregnant. <laughs> Sorry, kid. <laughs> I won the emails uh, 13 to 4 to 2. Brett came in third. Uh, what do you got over there on the uh, other things? Oh, man. Uh, 66% of the vote. Mm. Mark of the Beast with John. Damn right. On text. All right. That's glorious. All right. Let's. Uh, what, one through you five. One I through got five, it. John. John Gordon goes number one, and that Two is John Gordon again. Two in a row. He picks himself regularly and eliminates all of these people from trying. John Gordon, who will win today's glorious rock wars for Al Pacino's Miracle Baby with the teen girl? When you talk about Italians. What? You got to go with the Italian stallion. Come on! You're going with that Fred, flag? He's going go. with that flag. There life. you go. Boom. H-Town's Italian. <laughs> yeah. Sicilian. <laughs> Sicilian. Oh, they are Sicilian. <laughs> Just to the Italians, that is very true. He makes a strong point. Uh, I'm going to look up H-Town. <laughs> Put on that island. Take a gander at H-Town and make sure that they don't have that one surprise guy. No, they don't. Nope, not. Nope, no, 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 they don't. They like pasta. They, they probably do. Let's find out their names. They all uh, got good fades. You got uh, Solomon Shazam Connor. That doesn't sound too Italian. That's Irish, right? Daryl G.I. Jackson. No. Uh, former member was Kevin Connor. His nickname was Dino. Ooh. Mm. D-I-N-O. Or- oh, you got something there. <laughs> How you doing? We're H-Town. Knocking the boots. <laughs> Live in Sicily. Yeah. How you doing? Down here in the boot. Knocking the boots. The Sicilian boot, you know? All right. That's life just one. But you know what? I'm fine with that because it's Frank. That's Sinatra. I can live with this. Her water broke. It's time to get in the car. <laughs> I'm going to take my beautiful wife down to the hospital and introduce himself to my new baby that I won't live four years to see. <laughs> Push, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Nine months pregnant in May. <laughs> she used to have a great ass. <laughs> now it's erect. I've made a mistake. I thought she was bluffing. 
I'm a daddy. Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. Thanks for listening to the daily podcast of Holmberg's Morning Sickness. It's been brought to you in part by your Valley Chevy dealers. Drive away in a new Chevrolet today. Visit valleychevy.com for details. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. That's true, too. That's four years. <laughs> I will be a mother f- She was not kidding. That is a baby. We are, we are going to... She was not joking around. Like nine months ago, she told him that. I'm pregnant, Al. All right. Let's do this. We're going to... All right, I'm in. I'm in on the gag. I'm <laughs> calling a bluff. There's no way. Yeah, and then DNA test. I demand a DNA test. Thing looks nothing like me. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it looks exactly like you. It's bald. It's uh, wrinkly. It looks like it's dipped in oil. That was racist. Poops itself. <laughs> Takes dumps. Yeah, it's you. <laughs> this baby and I have a lot in common. I think it's a Pacino. Anyway, well, good luck to that. And if you're... Think about that. Trip would have to wait nearly a decade to do that. <laughs> you have a baby yeah. again. You imagine if Trip came to us right now? Well, I got a girl pregnant. Like, oh my God, why? You imagine if Dan came and told you that? I, I'd, I'd yeah. kill him. I'd kill him for third in my inheritance. <laughs> <laughs> so your new baby brother's going to get a lot of it. No, he's not. He's going to get punted is what he's going to do. Really, with the girl that told you the vacuum cleaner? Yeah. Oh, now that I had he. So, you know, my dad had an opportunity to bang one of my sister's friends years ago, and he was in his forties, late forties, and she was nineteen. She was the prettiest woman I've ever seen in my life in our house. That's ever been in a house with me. Let me just clarify that way: the prettiest woman I've ever been in a house with. That I'm like, wow, we're in the same house. And my dad bought a vacuum from her. Because why wouldn't you? Because he was doing anything he could. But had he knocked her up, I would have been like, eh, I guess that makes tons of sense. But at 83, if that girl came up to any of us, I want to sit on it. Oh, my. Okie dokie. <laughs> this is a thing. Give me two days. Having an erection since the Clinton administration, but watch this. Back when I was knocking boots. <laughs> Put on the h tap. Yeah. Think of that. She was born in 1993? Two? Four? Four. Oh, man. <laughs> wow. His career was over already. Have you ever seen me in any movies? You did movies? God damn it. This is going to be tough. <laughs> Were you in the Santa Claus? I hate you. <laughs> 
I hate you. I hate every bit of you. Were you an engineer? I don't know. He, he had heat in 95. Uh, so. She was one. She yeah. didn't go to heat. She didn't go to any Michael Mann movies right off the... We took our infant to heat. She loved it. I'm going to marry that man. All right, honey. Settle down. I got to watch that today. What was that one? Simone? I love that oh, one. Simone. Yeah, Simone. Man, that's impressive. Anyway, well, congratulations. Good time to become a dad in your 80s. Nothing nothing bad happens time, in your 80s. Okay. Yeah, it's never a good time, but if you're going to do it, do it where the expiration date is quick. This baby will be the end of me. All right, that's what it is. And while you're there at the birth, go over to the other side and get an EKG and make sure you're doing okay. <laughs> Praying to die. Uh, but at least he's going to have a good-looking kid because those other two he's got look like like Weezer if Dig Dug got hold of him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's time for the entertainment drill. It's brought to you by our friends at reactdefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense training. And, of course, uh, you can head on over there. I'm going to my last uh, class, I guess. Session. Today, my last session. My last. It's my shoulder chopped off on Friday, so I won't be able to do this for a little bit. And I'll tell you the truth of it all. It's actually depressing to me that I won't be able to do this. However... This will be a place, one of the places uh, outside of the core that I go to rehab. We invented a one-armed, we, they invented a one-armed fighting system when I had my arm in a sling uh, a couple years ago from a shoulder surgery. So I can fight with one hand and self-defend. And the reason why is the, the streets don't care what uh, kind of condition you're in. You might have a sling. Guess what you look like? Uh, an easy target. So you get it in your head to say, I'm not a target ever. You can say, I'm in bad shape. I don't want to start uh, learning this stuff until I get in better shape. Well, what happens if something happens to you today? Nobody's going to say, hey, give me all your money. I'm going to kick your ass and go, I'm sorry. I got, I'm not in very good shape. You, you go rob someone else. It's not going to happen. They look for people who are slow, uh, less than confident, and maybe a little dinged up. It's the way of nature. Who does the lion attack, Brady? The slowest, weakest gazelle. Correct? Yep. Don't be that. And they're bad, bad, bad. So we need sheepdogs out there that will turn around and go, I'm not afraid of you. What do you want to do about this? And they'll leave. Most of them are cowards, and it's just a confidence. It's a confidence course. I can't wait to go today. It'll be my last one where I've got all my limbs going for a few weeks, uh, and it is a lifestyle. You'll get involved in this thing and love it. Father's Day special is still available. Uh, you get one month. You get another month thrown in there for free. That's a, that's a twofer. Uh, you can do that for dad. You can do that for yourself. You can do that uh, for your husband if he's a dad. You can do it for your wife because she's a better dad than you. Who cares? Uh, get involved in this thing and make it work. Father's Day special at reactdefense.com. It is the home of Tactical Black. Brady, entertain me. Giselle Bunchen went paddle boarding with that guy she's totally not in a relationship with. <laughs> the, the, <laughs> Joaquin Valente. The Taekwondo guy or whatever yeah. he is. Yeah, jiu-jitsu instructor. Yeah, right. He's been instructing just her hanging for months. Out. Alexander Gould was the voice of Nemo in Finding Nemo. But if you ask him to do the voice, he'll punch you in the face. You'll be disappointed. <laughs> he was old, nine when he did it. Now he's 14, so it's he can't do it anymore. He's 14 now, huh? Ten more years. I'll have him. <laughs> he'll the, be mine. The cast of Marvel's new Fantastic Four has supposedly been leaked. It includes Adam Driver as Mr. Fantastic. And Margot Robbie as the Invisible Girl. I'm in. Why would you make her whoa, invisible? Whoa, whoa, wait That's a minute, the wait, dumbest casting ever. <laughs> That's why they did Jessica Alba in the first That's one. That's ridiculous. Naked. They, yeah, they revealed her. 
I'm protesting. She forgot she wasn't invisible. Didn't and she, realize did it. she was she naked or was no. she covered up? Naked for me no. or you, bro? Margot might push <laughs> back. What's your naked? And you're like, whoa, almost. And I'm like, oh, what a cheap ripoff this is. Margot Robbie is the invisible woman. Now I'm pissed. That was as bad as casting Eddie Murphy in that movie, 1,000 Words or whatever, where he had to be quiet. Like, yeah, that's what you want. Eddie Murphy to not talk through a movie. Smart. Stupid. Margot he, Robbie should be anything but the invisible girl uh, at all times. How about girl whose clothes are invisible? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. Sign me. Ronnie, yeah. the limo driver. <laughs> From C-Deck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Evidently, I got Brett with that oh, one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Pee Wee Herman's suing a guy who's selling memorabilia from the uh, Pee Wee's Playhouse. He claims he loaned it to the guy. Hmm. But this guy uh, says no. He, well, he sells memorabilia. James Commissar is his name. But he said Paul gave it to him. Uh, he actually gave it to him because he wouldn't be able to handle it. So I handled it for him. Pee Wee Herman can't handle his own product? He doesn't have a place to... He's homeless? He goes, it would have been, if you didn't give them to me, they would have been thrown away. Huh? He's saying like they would have taken the playoffs. They would would just, not Pee Wee, but the the set. Right. But Pee Wee says, that's mine. Yeah, I loaned it to him because he thought he was loaning it to him and it was part of a museum. But there was not a museum. Hmm. But you're loaning it to a guy that sells. Yeah, that seems like a bad idea for Pee Wee. It's the Weezer's plot of the new Pee Wee's uh, Big Adventure, though. He's got to get his set back, so he's got to go to the Alamo again. The Weezer basement. will open for Kiss in Australia. <laughs> and Rivers Cuomo's pretty excited about yeah. it. Because they're going to blow Kiss off the stage. <laughs> Dave Draymond from Disturbed had a tumor removed from his arm. He's awaiting the biopsy. Oh, jeez. Shouldn't they Scary. wait to tell us about this after they know hey, everything? Hey. Now we're all on pins and needles for Disturbed. Good luck. And then Discover Music put together the uh, the loudest bands in history. Coming off the story from The Who, yeah. when they were live, they did 120 decibels. Lemmy and the boys were up there. They're loud. 130 decibels in 1986. Um, Was this back before they cared about the audience, have, but not like bleeding yeah. out? Right. Well... Kiss in 2009 um, Uh, about 136 decibels. It just seemed loud because it was so Again, it comes down to the engineer and what they're saying. Oh, yeah, here's what we hit. Feedback or a Foo Fighters in 2011 were over 120. That's pretty good. And ACDC is pretty solid. They're pretty steady. I still think the loud. I don't know that it was 10. measured the night I was there, but the loudest concert I've ever been to in my life, without question, was Moby at the Webb Theater. I had to leave, and it sounded it that, good. It was that bass was just. It, it, I thought the Webb Theater was going to collapse. Earthquake. I was afraid. My chest hurt. I turned to my friend Kevin, and he goes, "We can go if you want." And I'm like, "Are you all right?" And he goes, "Uh-uh, uh, it hurts." And he goes, "It doesn't feel good. Like this is hurting me. It, my, my our chests felt yeah. weird." And we left it, and he even said, he goes, that's the loudest thing I've ever heard in my life. Like, disturbingly post-traumatic stress loud. Like, I hated bass for a little while because of that. I woke up with Moby on top of me. 
What? Why? I passed out for the bass. So loud. So <laughs> you just happen to be laying down. None of this makes sense. Go ahead. Took advantage of me, just like Natalie Portman. Do you want a uh, hard hat for this while you construct your thoughts? <laughs> Here's a tool set. Well, that's what I thought of laying down set. while Moby laid on top of you. It doesn't add up. Nothing makes sense there. All right. It's past 10 o'clock. Pop Pop needs a nap. Uh, we're all done. Larry's coming up next. Tomorrow we'll have another qualifier for that uh, beautiful man cave upgrade from our friends at Prestige Billiards and Modelo Especial. Get ready for it. George was a stymieing word. It's the hardest mm-hmm. word for Arizonans to spell according to a Google search. Nailed Evidently, it. that's legit. Didn't nail it today. Did Some not do well. Did, yeah. But- George screwed you up. Which confuses me. Uh, that's it. We're done. Have a great one. We'll see you tomorrow in the morning segment. Hello! Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. You've been listening to the daily podcast of Holmberg's Morning Sickness, brought to you in part by your Valley Chevy dealers. Drive away in a brand new Chevrolet today. Visit valleychevy.com for details.